Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 203, the one where Bob is finally back from Japan, and I've been here the whole time. Yay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. How is everybody doing? Hello. Yes, hi. <laughs> the first comment I see is uh, Sukiyomi Sazami, who says, I can't believe Bob effing died. <laughs> Hi guys. Yeah. How is everybody? Oh, hello. How's House of Ears? Hello, Shepherd Boy. Why? Why are your names all weird? Rock and Val. Hello, Liz Brown. Hello, everybody. Hello, anyone and everyone who is here. And a special thanks to Land Lover for the Twitch sub, Ozzy Mandus for the Twitch sub, Ozzy Mandius, Benjamin Cothran with the eleven months. It's actually Ozzy Mandus. Where do you see that? In Streamlabs. Why am I not seeing it? It's a Twitch. It's the second one. Second one I see is Meowsies. Well, anyway, hi ago. guys. I'm back. <laughs> I hope you're all well. We have a lot to talk about. I got a lot of plushies next to me that I wanted to set up all nice, but that didn't end up happening. All right, there we go. Yeah, as Azimandus. Yeah, we okay. always say Azimandius. Yes, because that it, just makes sense. Because that's how it's spelled in Watchmen. Yes. <laughs> Uh, all right. So anyway, we got, there's a lot. Why are captions on, on this stream? I, I, you know, what's face. weird. Sometimes YouTube just turns captions on for me. You know what I think it is? If you turn them on once, it just stays on. Yes. But I always turn them off and then they're still on. I don't know. I don't know. Why would I want them on a live stream? It's not yeah. going to do the right thing. I know. It's not going to do it. Anyway, I'm back. Yes. Uh, I've brought wares. <laughs> But first, we got to talk about, uh, you know, the Game Awards, Will. Yes. The the nominees for the Game Awards were announced yesterday. I saw it happen. Well, you know what? Yesterday was deleted from existence for me. Right. You're, you're still trying to get back into the swing of things. So here's what happened to me. So I saw the sunset three times on Monday. <laughs> um, so Monday was insanely long. Mm -hmm. And then I edited my video all night, Monday night, into Tuesday morning, right. which is the normal thing for yeah. me to do. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to sleep until noon. And I set my alarm for noon. I woke up. It was dark out. I was like, what day is it? I woke up at <laughs> six at night. Jesus. Yesterday. Wow. So that was my Tuesday. <laughs> so really, Tuesday didn't happen. For yeah. Me. Tuesday and Wednesday are the same day. So I don't know when the Game Award nominees happen. Sorry, I'm just looking at the game. Because, like, I'm looking at the Game Awards right now, and it's listing the first few, and it's not letting me scroll, because now, apparently, they decide to put narrow for me yeah, to scroll. Yeah, <laughs> it took me a second, too. This is a poorly designed website. Uh, it usually is. I feel like every time we do this... Uh, we I fight with DUI. <laughs> yeah, well, yes, but I uh, I always try to get, like, a Polygon article or something, because yeah. the website's UI is so bad. Uh, or their pictures aren't, like, to yeah. my liking. But this one had the pictures fine, so I left it. Uh, was, is this the right? Yeah, okay. Uh, so I guess we'll just go right into yeah. game of the year. Game of the year. Your nominees are. I guess it's in alphabetical order. I guess. Uh, Control, which I have, but I've not played. I've heard very good things. I about don't it. know when I'm gonna get to play it. I would yeah. love to play it because it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really good, and I want you to play it so that I can borrow it when you're done. You could borrow it before I'm done. All right. Well, want. I got. There's too many games. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a little bit later. Um, so there's Control. Yes. Uh, Death Stranding. Right. Yes. 
Uh, Controversial uh, pick for some reason, but we'll talk well, about we'll that. Well, we'll get into that. Uh, Resident Evil 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sekiro, Shatters, Shadows Die Twice. Which is good. It's very good. It is it's good. a great yeah, game. I've heard, I would I've, say great. I've it's heard great. great things about it. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, which is game of the year, baby. This is the pick. This is the win. Uh, that's incorrect, but we got one more. Uh, the Outer Worlds, which I'm not su- played, which I'm surprised about because that's. I mean, it's gotten good reviews so far, mm-hmm. but it's not like the you know the big ass AAA game that like you would think is nominated for. Um, it's more of like a B title, is what I'm. I did to not say. know this was developed by Obsidian. Yeah, this is basically. Their Fallout 76 follow-up without the Fallout license. Everybody loves this game. Yeah, no, so it's, it's, it's gotten very good reviews. It's very Mass Effect-y, I hear. Yeah. Um, but it's also not to be confused with Outer Wilds, which mm-hmm. is an indie game. Yes. That all everybody also loves. Yeah. And came out at the exact same time. <laughs> um, Smash Brothers came out last year. Yes. But it missed the cutoff. Right. So now they're nominating it for this year. Um, and that's fine. That makes sense. However, the problem is it's up against Resident Evil 2, <laughs> and that is the game of the year. I don't understand why any of these other guys bother showing up. Resident Evil 2 is very good. Yeah. Of these, I've only played Death Stranding, Resident Evil, Sekiro, and Smash Brothers. Which, you know what? That's more than I usually play out of the game of I've the year list. I've only played Resident Evil 2 and Smash Brothers. <laughs> The only game I feel comfortable talking about how good it is yeah. is Smash Bros. Because the other ones I only played like a few hours of. So I've played, I completed Resident Evil 2 both ways. Leon A, Claire B, Claire A, Leon mm-hmm. B. I did all that. I, and I did play a lot of like the side missions. Um, I forgot what they're called. And I played um, the fourth Survivor Hunk mission. Okay. Uh, which is, oh, you did? Yeah, I didn't beat it because it's a lot harder than I remember it being. It was um, hard. Yeah. Um, and Resident Evil 2 is incredible. It is. It's as close to the game that I always wanted as anybody could have possibly come. Um, anybody, anybody could possibly come. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Said, quote, put a title title box quote. Yeah. Will Wolf. Will Wolf. Close as anybody, close could, as possibly anybody come. could possibly come. Um, it's such a great game. Even if it wasn't like a remake of Resident Evil 2... I feel like it still would be up there for like one of the best games of the year because it's just it's very suspenseful, it's very scary, it controls well, the um, the puzzles are, you know, unique, the enemies are, you know, paced very well. Um Mr. X is, you know, a really great addition. He's not as you know, he's intimidating, but he's not as bad as like you think he I is. I like the changes they made, yeah. especially with Mr. X. Yeah. Yeah. That so, was good. And like yeah, it's just oh, such a good game. It is a very good game. I never beat it. Uh, I would have liked to have, yeah. but there's just too much there's to a lot be done, Will. Um, I did see a lot of people in the Swan Wave brought this up. Um, it's a remake, technically. So? Here's the thing. It's it's so different from what the original was that I think... Because like, when you, when you nominate a remake, basically, that's opening up the gates to, like, what does that mean? Do like HD remasters count? No. Do like collections count? Do things like that count? Re- There's a big difference between a remaster and a remake. Right. A remake is a completely different game. Yeah. And a remaster is the same game. Just a little polish. Right. On it, you know. And I feel like this is a completely different game. It's the same thing with movies. 
if they remake a movie, True. that should be allowed to yeah. get awards. Right. Right? Right. This is a different movie. Yes. If they polish up the movie. Yeah. Like with Star Wars. Yeah, then it doesn't count. Yeah, you don't yeah. get to nominate that. Right. I'm trying to think of like other examples. Because like technically like Batman Return to Arkham, those are remakes because they remade the entire game in a completely different engine. Okay. But that adheres so closely to the blueprint of the original versions of Arkham Asylum and Arkham City that would be technically just be a glorified remaster. Right. This, however, like... A completely different gameplay, brand new story, um, really nothing but like the setting and like characters There's came over. So much different. Yeah. It's not it's night and day. There's it's... a lot that like you remember from it, yes. but it's a brand new game for the most part. Yes. There's some notable omissions for this game of the year list. Right. Uh the one that people keep bringing up is Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes. Which neither of us has played. Yeah, so, so sorry can't guys, can't comment on that game. Um, that is a weird thing to omit because so many people love that. Right. Also, another one that nobody is talking about. Can you guess? It is a Nintendo game. I was going to say Untitled Goose Game, but... No, no. but... No. Yeah. That's a great game, but look yeah. at all of these other games. I know. You know? Uh, it's a Nintendo game. Nintendo no. game. Pokemon? No. No. Poke well, Pokemon came out after the cutoff. Right. So that, that doesn't count. Right. Turn these notifications off. A Nintendo game well came out this year. Oh, uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, no. But that would be another remake situation. But yeah, it's a remake. Right. Uh, what other big Nintendo games? Big deal. This year? I'll give you a. I'll, I'll give you another hint. Oh, Mario Maker. Yes. <laughs> God damn it, Will. Where is my Mario Maker? Um, you're gonna have to take that up with Jeff Keighley. Because he was too busy nominating all these Can other games. Can you do me a favor? I'm not going to tweet at Jeff Keeley. No. <laughs> <laughs> can, you can, you, can you look up Game of the Year 2015 for the Game Awards? Well, that was the VGX back then, probably. Uh, see if it... Whatever Jeff Keeley was doing, see if Mario Maker for the Wii U was even a thing. It was the Game Awards... And Google immediately called up The Witcher 3. Uh, let's see here. Game Phantom Pain was the same year. Yeah. Ooh. It was The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, which won. Bloodborne, Fallout 4, Phantom Pain, and... Don't throw up. <laughs> Mario Maker. Yeah, Mario, Mario Maker was nominated. It was nominated. Okay, so what the F, dude? What the F, Jeff? Look at those great games it's up against. Yeah. Look at that. All I'm saying, Will... You know, there's really none you can take out of this. List. Yeah, no, <laughs> too just, many good ones. You're, you're just, too, you're just, yeah, you're just an upset fanboy. I'm just an upset Basically. fanboy. There's too many here. A lot of people really dropped off of Mario Maker really quick. And you know what I think the biggest problem is with Mario Maker? What's the biggest problem with Mario Maker? I'm fine with the endless challenge. Yeah, but if they made it the hundred Mario challenge or just add that in, uh huh, uh, in like an update, because it's super easy to just freaking add that in. Yeah, you're basically setting a limit. <laughs> yeah. If you put the 100 Mario Challenge in, people will feel like they're accomplishing something. Right. When you have the Endless Challenge, there's no sense of accomplishment. Yeah. You're just going on forever. So I think that actually really hurt Mario Maker. Yes. Uh, anyway. Oh, Rocket Val says Mario Maker 2 is on the list further down, but it's not Game of the Year. Not Game of the Year. I think it's nominated for like some other category. We'll t we're going to we'll, go through all the categories. Yeah, we'll get through all the categories. Right uh, now, we're talking about Game of the Year because that's the biggest one. 
the one people are mad about is Fire Emblem Three Houses, right? Uh, and a lot of people really like that game when yeah. it came out. Yeah, no, it's got it. You know, when that came out, it was like the talk of the town. Not my type of game. Not mine. Either. Although I heard, just I heard, people were telling me, I know it's not your type of game. I thought the same thing. You should play it. You'll probably like right. it. Right. You know what? I might like it. Uh, it sounds like all of the judges didn't like it either. Yeah. Uh, Death Stranding is on a lot of... I think they have nine nominations. Yes. A lot of people don't think that game's that good. No. It is a very polarizing game. I think it is a very good game. Right. The whole time I was in Japan, I just couldn't wait to get home to play this freaking game. Right. And then Pokemon came out and I was like, screw you, Kojima. I've got a freaking <laughs> Pokemon to play. But uh, Death Stranding, is, I think, is amazing mm-hmm. from the little time that I had with it. Um it's not for everybody. I would not recommend it for everybody. Right. Uh, and I don't know how it fits with these other ones. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, I mean, I saw a lot of people on Twitter saying that the only reason why this was nominated is because Keeley is best friends with Hideo Kojima. Yes. yes. And there's a big conspiracy going around that it's going to win game of the year, you know, for Kojima and like stick it in the face of Konami. And things like that. I don't subscribe to that. However, it is telling that a polarizing game like Death Strandings, it's very polarizing, and it got nominated for as many awards as it did, including Game of the Year. Kim North says, oh my God, a Kojima fanboy. <laughs> I am a huge Jeff Keighley fanboy. I like Jeff Keighley a lot. Yeah. I don't... So Jeff Keighley is not one of the judges. No. He does not pick the game. No, I'm. I mean, he has a lot of influence. I'm sure he pro- around the entire game awards because he's creating. He the game produces awards. it. Yeah, there's people who are saying that you can't be a host of a game awards show and be involved with the PR of a game, and I think that that's an insane thing to ask because there's so throughout history there's been so many award show hosts, especially in gaming. They're gaming like icons or, right. or or influencers they're going to have a hand in the pr of a game at some point well i think the whole point is because well i'll put it in a different way because this is actually a big controversy in you know uh famitsu the japanese gaming yes. magazine yes so one of the like the editors of it or something is in death strandings mm-hmm. and there's like references to famitsu in the game and famitsu Gave that game a perfect score, which is impossible which for Famitsu is to very, do. Very, they never do. do that. Yeah. So Famitsu is Japanese uh, game review. Yeah. Publication. Uh, the way they review games is they have four different editors review it. Yes. And they average the score of all four of them. Well, they don't average it. They, um, you know. Every, each reviewer gives it a score of 1 to 10, yeah. and then they add them all up. And they do it out so of 40. The, yeah, the highest you can get is 40. So I don't... Th- see if you can find out how many Famitsu games have had a perfect score. I don't think any, because there's no, four it, different people. There there have been a couple. There have been more than yeah. people think. Oh, okay, then never mind. Uh, let me just... But it is weird that a polarizing game like Death Stranding is going to get a freaking perfect yeah. score. 26 games have received uh, perfect scores... I mean, this is this is dating back, to, you know, Famitsu's entire history. I love Death Stranding, and it is not a perfect game. Yeah. Uh, fun, funny enough, the same thing happened with um, Peace Walker. You can wear a Famitsu shirt in Peace Walker, and that also got a perfect score. Now that game is amazing. Yeah, Peace Walker is really good. Um, 
Yeah, but I, I get what they're saying because it's something like that. If you're if you're involved with like the PR of a game or you've had a hand in the making of the game at some point, even if like you're just cameoing in it, and then you're part of an award show where you give awards to games. But he's not the one who's judging it. He's not, but that needs to be made explicitly clear. Mm -hmm. That needs to be said, you know, from top to bottom. The Famitsu thing is messed up. Right. I don't, I don't, you have to also keep in mind that Jeff Keighley is basically running the show. Yeah. So like, it's understandable that people will be like, Hey, if you're running this thing, then you could have easily put death stranding in for like nine categories, even though it's not worth it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's something to keep in mind. So if they, if they honestly look as polarizing things get nominated for awards all the time. But if they really are sticking by this, that Death Stranding is, you know, worthy enough of the Game of the Year award, then they need to, like, you know, make it clear and hammer home the fact that Jeff Keighley, who is best friends with Kojima, was not involved in the nomination process, in the pick, in the winning selection process, or anything like that. Because here's, here's what I'm saying about having him, like, because people are basically giving him an option here, Jeff Keighley. They're saying, like, you can either be an award show host or you can be a PR guy. You can't be both. Right. But what is he going to, what is he supposed to sit on his hands during the off season of the game awards? Well, he spends and, his off season planning the game. Awards. And like, <laughs> and like, let's say, let's say they, let's say Jeff Keighley gets fired. Right. From his own company. Right. And they're like, Bob Wolf, you're the, you're the game award show host. And mm-hmm. I'm like sick. And then freaking uh, uh, what's it called? Asphalt gets nominated for best racing game and it wins. Yeah. Are they going to come after me? Well, they might, but that's why. See, like, but well, like, what? Well, that well, I didn't do anything, right? But that's why, like, it it has to be made abundantly clear. Like, Greg Miller hosted the Dice Awards, right? And he's had a hand in a bunch of different uh, PR for a bunch well, of different games. Well, there's different between there's a difference between like having a hand in PR for a game and then like actually appearing in the game, yes, and being a known best friend of the director. Mm. Like, th- those are two different things. Because technically, yeah. Like IGN's Game of the Year awards, those are technically just PR awards because they're they have a hand in the PR of all those games. But I, but like this, because because there's such a personal connection between the producer of the show and the developer of the game, you know, and the fact that the producer appears in the game, I, I think it's the personal connection and also that uh, most of it is the fact that the game's so polarizing. Yeah, the fact that people hate the game so much right. and people love the game so much. Right. So I split right down the middle. I mm-hmm. think that's the the reason why we're even talking about this yeah. right now. Um, otherwise I, I mean, I think it's very smart to keep the jury separate, like yeah. have Jeff Keighley out of the jury, right. because if he's going to have this sort of, but then how do you know the jury doesn't have a relationship with any of these developers? That's true. The too. games industry, everybody knows everybody. Yeah. There, there, there's, uh, journalists, no developers, they hang mm-hmm. out and stuff like, um, it's just what happens. Yeah. Journalists call themselves part of the game industry, which yeah. I think is a little weird. That is, it's a little bit. I mean, they they cover it, but yeah. Um, so it's 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 a weird. Well, like, would a movie reviewer call themselves part of the movie industry? I don't. I've think never so. heard that. You know? I mean, they say they cover the movie industry. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, for Roger Ebert actually like did an article about like he never wanted to have you know, pose for a picture with a movie star. Hmm. He says there have been situations where like his picture has been taken with a movie star, but there was always like, you know, casual pictures. He never asked for a picture, never posed for a picture because he understood that that could question, 
bringing his integrity into question. I think we just got a, uh, there's, there's some crappy people, you know, that, yeah. that would be influenced by stuff like getting the game for free yes. or like getting money to talk about a game. Yes. Um, but there's, and it sucks that in this day and age, there's no accountability for people who like get a bunch of money to review games. And stuff. It, it, it also sucks in this day and age where like, even like the people we know and trust to review games and like who can do it properly still get called out on it because everybody thinks that everybody's in the pocket of another a big like when IGN game. like uh freaking gets called out for like uh like they'll give a game a glowing review and then you'll see ads for that game yeah. and they're like oh you're getting paid but meanwhile this, remember Duke Nukem Forever that's yeah. my favorite one because they <laughs> there were ads all over IGN for Duke Nukem Forever yeah and the top story was Duke Nukem Forever five out of ten yeah. game sucks but all around it were ads yeah. for the game that was that shows you they're not in anybody's pocket right they they keep the promotion and the reviews completely separate which mm -hmm. is journalistic integrity yeah um random ass YouTubers don't have that right you know. In fact, the the rules are more stringent for random ass YouTubers. Like they have to divulge. Ev we have to divulge everything. I'd say no. Uh, companies will ask that of us like, right. when they pay us, but not all of them. I've gotten emails from. I get these stupid little like Chinese like cases and stuff. Yeah. They will email me all the time and go, "Oh, we want to pay for a review." Yeah. And it's that's not how that that's works. not how it works. Yeah. No, but I, I know like a lot of people like they have to disclose like part of it. I think it's like the law you have to disclose like if you're getting paid to talk about a product on youtube you do yeah it is the law yeah you're absolutely right it's just that <laughs> i know that people don't do that right you know yeah like i i'll get offered a deal and i'll go no that game sucks i don't want to do that i'm yeah. not gonna say that that game's good uh and then i see the other youtubers that take the deal and i'm like okay now i know where you stand yeah and you can tell uh, there, there there was that one case i don't want to call him out but i called out that guy on twitter because yeah. i was like hey that's an ad <laughs> and i know that that's an ad yeah. because i got the same email so you have to disclose that that's an yeah. ad um and then uh they got mad at me yeah but i mean you do you do yeah so how did we get talking about that? I don't, uh, I don't even know. Jeff, Jeff Keighley. Keighley. He's a great guy. Yeah. I love him so much. Sure as hair Never smells met him, nice. Would love to. Um, I put the Wikipedia article for the Game Awards 2019 because it has a much better um, list. It actually just lists them. Oh, but what about pictures? <laughs> if you really want the pictures. I just This is easier for me. Okay. Is it in the same order, though? No. Damn it. All right. So do you just want to... You'll have the pictures yes, up on screen? Yes. Right. Well, it's got to be in the same order. Well, just... Because the next one's action game. Yeah, it, I'll just scroll down to action games okay, on here. Okay, we got action game next. Yeah, okay, we're gonna talk about action, action games. games. You got Apex Legends, Astral Chain, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Devil May Cry Five, Gears Five, and Metro Exodus. I have only played Call of Duty. I think action game is a stupid category. Why? Because all games are action games. Because yeah, like most games are action games. Well, why even bother? Not to jump ahead, but there's another category: best action adventure game. That's the stupid. That's the right. stupid. I know that action game's dumb, but action adventure is very Probably dumb. Action adventure is just this nebulous uh, concept that incorporates any game and every game that they don't have like a specific genre. Well, laid what down is for. the difference between action and action adventure? 
I think technically, if it's an adventure game, like you're you're going on an adventure. Well, it's like action Ze- slash adventure, right? right? It's not both. It's either or. Right. Either action, and action or. Action slash adventure. Okay. Yeah. So, so just but make like, an adventure instead of action. But like not to jump you ahead. You already have action. But not to jump ahead, but like Borderlands 3 is nominated for action adventure. Resident Evil 2 is nominated for action adventure. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap. Yeah. Like, well, actually, a- no. No, Resident Evil's not on here. Borderlands isn't on here for action. Well, what games. I'm saying is action adventure. Like those are game. Those games have definitely have like other genres they could fall into, but right. they're using action adventure as a catch-all. That's what I'm trying. It to It sounds say. like those are more open. Those games, they're Resident more Evil. like adventure. Adventure. Games. I get, but like it's more open than uh, Astral Chain, Call of Duty. I don't know about Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry probably not. Metro Exodus, I think, is like pretty open. All right, this is stupid. These are stupid categories. Yeah. Well, I look, I get the point of like action game because like there are games like Ninja Gaiden and, and De- Devil May Cry, I would consider, that are just pure action. That's all you do. Like you might have to jump every once in a while, but all you're doing is murdering everything on screen. It's like pure action. I get that. Action adventure is where I start to like have questions in here and there. But it, it should just be adventure. We right. Just take the action. Out. Yeah. Yeah. I that, that, that way you have action game and right. you have an adventure game. Exactly. So it's like, Maybe Zelda doesn't make it into action, but it would definitely make it, it would into adventure. definitely be adventure. Yes. yes. Um, but that said, of the action games, yes, just action, on games, action, I've only played Modern Warfare. So you haven't played Apex Legends? No. Okay, I've didn't play the single player of Modern Warfare. Right. I played Apex Legends. I played Astral Chain. I played Call of Duty. I did not play Devil May Cry. You I had the I had the demo for Devil May Cry. I have not touched it. <laughs> Okay, so I've only played the first three. Okay. Uh, somebody in the chat, I think it was a super chat, they said that, uh, we'll read it later, but they yeah. said um, Astral Chain could easily replace uh, one of the game of the, uh, Control for game of the year. Okay. Uh, I only played Astral Chain. I did not play Control. Right. But I don't think Astral Chain was that good. It was good. Yeah. Was I remember you saying it wasn't that as, good. Yeah. Um, nobody's freaking talking about the game yeah. anymore. Like, the game came out, everybody went nuts, and then people stopped talking yeah. about it because all these other great games came out. I don't think Astral Chain is that good. It's right. good. It's good. Not that good. Yeah. Uh, Apex uh, Legends is great. I've heard nothing but good things. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the multiplayer, which is the only thing that I've played, is also great. The single... Well, I, mean, I talked about this on the show before. It is great, but I hate it. <laughs> yeah. Here's the thing. The single player is also very good. The problem with that game is it is it's just Call of Duty. Yeah, that's it. And your your thoughts on the multiplayer is like from what I've read on the internet, from what I've talked to people, that's everybody's thoughts on the multiplayer. It's great, but I hate it. And I don't think that is a good qualifier for like to be nominated for anything. Well, it's one of those things where like you just want to keep playing it, but you like hate yourself while you're yeah. playing it. So like, so. there's a reason why I want to keep playing it. But I don't know that. Re- what was the other game that was like that? There's another game I spent like so long. Oh, uh, Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Monster Hunter World. Yeah. I hated that game, but mm-hmm. I kept wanting to play it. And I don't know why. Um, So, I mean, we've only played the first three. Or wait. Oh, you only, only played, played Call of Duty. Yeah. Uh, yes, I feel like I, I don't yeah. want to say. I, I think Apex Legends is a good call for action yeah. game. Because... That was a huge like phenomenon when it came out. Yeah. 
uh, and it was free and it was a great contender against the biggest game of the year which yeah. is Fortnite. you know it's slapped it slapped down this giant yeah so at least for a little while at least for a little while yeah like, right. it's, it was the only game that could give it a run for its money yeah all right and then we have action adventure next we, we have action here. adventure game uh borderlands 3 control death stranding resident evil 2 uh link's awakening and sekiro oh link's awakening yeah uh death stranding if it doesn't win game of the year it's probably gonna win this yeah um that's usually how it goes yeah. like this category is just for like the runner-up basically. yeah um i don't i wouldn't consider a borderlands an action adventure it's a first person uh rpg um that's what, but adventure sounds Res- like it's it's encompassing rpg resident evil 2 is not an action adventure game it's a survival horror with action elements um legend of zelda is an adventure game that has action elements zelda is the perfect uh descriptor of an adventure game yes i think sekiro uh takes this yeah yeah sekiro is great uh that's more of an action game though yeah i mean adventure because there's this big world but like i don't really see it like that you know yeah but yeah, no, I think Sekiro... Sekiro's great. Sekiro could take this season. Okay. Um, but so is Link's Awakening. Link's Awakening is also great. I mean, so is Resident Evil 2, but I don't think it just, you know, fits in this category. Art Direction, presented by Samsung QLED. Those are fancy TVs. Uh, they don't have any dealings with any game companies, do they? <laughs> uh, not unless the following games feature sponsorships from Samsung. Control, Death Stranding, uh... Gris, is that right? Yes. Um, Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro, and Link's Awakening. Uh, okay, for art direct, I mean, Gris is a beautiful game. Yeah. Death Stranding mm-hmm. has one of the best art directors of all time, Yoji Shinkawa, working right. on it. Um, however, Control is beautiful. Yeah, from what I've seen of it, it looks really good. Uh, Death Stranding, the art direction is amazing. Right. But, the, the I mean, the game itself looks really good, but Control, I think, is more unique. Well, that, let's regard. not forget that Link's Awakening just looks like toys. <laughs> yeah. That has phenomenal art direction. It does. It does. If they might give it to that because... I think that's a... Look up Grezzo. I think that's a... An American developer. Those are the guys who did the um, the 3DS yes. remakes. Yes. I think they're American or European or something. No. Uh, located in Shibuya, Tokyo. Never mind. Don't ever listen to me. I'm yeah. always wrong. Um, I was there. You were. Um, so, mm, I think Control takes this. I think it might go to Link's Awakening. I would love to see Yoji Shinkawa win something because right. he's amazing. But uh, I think Control or Link's Awakening. I mean, yeah. Gris could also come out of nowhere and take it. True. But uh, I think I think Control has a pretty good shot at that one. Uh, next is audio design, which is fine to have as an award, I think. Yeah. Uh, recognizing the best in-game audio and sound design. That's important. Call of Duty has some good stuff, except for that stupid plane that flies overhead when you respawn in the multiplayer. Oh, yeah. Loud as hell. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Control, Death Stranding, Gears 5, um, Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro. Death Stranding has some weird stuff where the controller 
Oh yeah. Speaks. Yeah. Uh, people don't like that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, Resident Evil Two, especially when Mister X is around, and you just have to sit and listen for him, mm-hmm. and like you can tell if like he's too close or if he's too far, and if he's far, that's when you book it to the next room. So I think that I mean I haven't played Control, so Control might have good audio design. For all we know, know, Control might just be the best game like within every category. And we yes. just don't know. But I think Resident Evil has phenomenal audio yeah. design. So I think Resident Evil is a good contender for this. I've heard Gears does like some really good things with audio. And it's like actually very good. Like if you're hard of hearing, like it has all mm-hmm. these different options and features for you to help you out. So that's good too. Uh, Call of Duty always has good audio for yeah. guns and stuff. Um, but yeah, I think I think uh, Resident Evil is a good contender for yeah. that. Community support. That's an interesting one. Uh, recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Transparency. Oh my god. Well, I mean, I get it when they, you know, they have to tell people like, "Hey, this is what's happening in the game." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends, Destiny Two, Final Fantasy Fourteen, Fortnite, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Okay, I think this is between Tom Clancy and Destiny. Yes. Destiny had a really hard launch. Yeah. Destiny Two. The, uh, people really didn't like it. Or, or or people fell off of it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. but their community team has always been good, mm-hmm. uh, and they really tried to fix the game afterwards to like go to everybody's liking. Yeah, um, Rainbow Six. That's interesting because that game is so old. Well, yeah. So it was Final Fantasy fourteen came out when I was in college. That's true too. <laughs> Rainbow Six is another one where the game came out. It was not good when it first came out. Yeah. I did not like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after like a year of it being out, it got way better like really quickly. Yeah. So I think the community support there was really good too. Uh, I don't think Fortnite has good community support. I don't think Apex Legends does either. That's EA. Well, it's Respawn through EA. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would say uh, Rainbow Six or Destiny. That's what mm-hmm. I was saying. I don't really know much about Final Fantasy fourteen though. Could be that. I don't yeah. know. Uh, next, we got Content Creator of the Year. We got Wolf Den, and then we got Wolf Den, and we got Wolf Den. Yeah, so thank you all for... <laughs> thank you for your support. I appreciate it. I can't wait to accept my award. Yeah. No, just kidding. We got all these people who I don't know. <laughs> Courage? None of them. He recently moved to... Uh, he went from uh, Twitch to YouTube Gaming. Really? Yes. Oh. He was the first one to get a deal with YouTube yeah. Gaming, which is it makes a lot of sense because he already had a youtube channel (laughs) and that all right that's an interesting case because if you have a if you're partnered with twitch Mm -hmm. and you move to a different platform yeah twitch will just eviscerate your contract yeah they just take you off the platform completely yeah they call it a breach of contract however what if you're like us which i'm assuming he was right where we have uh, we have a contract where we just like I'm on. We're on YouTube right now. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're all, we're Twitch partners. Right. So our contract just says you can't stream at the same time on both platforms. Right. That's not what he's gonna do. Right. He's gonna stream at different times. So why can't he keep his freaking partnership? I think uh, if he probably has like the deal, the terms of his YouTube contract probably have something to do with it. No, I, I don't think so. Because well, I know other people like Facebook and Mixer, yeah. they're non-exclusive. Right. They don't care where you stream. They right. just want you to meet a certain amount of hours on uh, 
on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, so Twitch is just petty, right? Twitch no, just yeah, takes yeah, you yeah, off no. because Twitch they're like, "Oh, petty, you're going yeah. there? Screw you!" Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why people are leaving. Yeah. But he was already on freaking YouTube. He already right. had like a, like a million or two million subscribers. So yeah. like, he's it's meant nothing to him to leave Twitch yeah. and go to YouTube. Um, so that was just a great deal all around for him. Yeah. So anyway, you got uh, Jack, Courage, Dunlop, uh, Benjamin, Dr. Lupo. Lupo. He a, he's a Destiny guy. Yeah. Uh, Ewok. Yeah. I've never heard of. Soli, Ewok, Wheeler, uh, David, uh, Grefg. Is that how you say it? <laughs> Grevg. Grevg. I don't know. Martinez and Michael Shroud. Uh, yeah. Shroud <laughs> is another one. Right after... Uh, right after... Why am I having a stroke? Ninja. Right after Ninja left, he left and went to Mixer also. But nobody cared as much. Right. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I don't know any of their content that they've done this year. So these are all streamers, I think. Yeah. Right? I mean, all the ones that I know are streamers, which is upsetting. Yeah. Or what about us YouTubers? I know. You know? I know. Like, what about representation. the people who actually, like, you know, film and edit their stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I don't know who the hell wins that. I'm not familiar with with their content. Enough. Yeah. Esports coach. I don't know any of these people. Jesus. We skip right over this. Skip over all the esports stuff. No Smash Brothers people. So they can all. Esports coach, esports event, uh, esports. Wait, game. what are the esports events? Hold on. Uh, 2019 Overwatch League Grand Finals, uh, Evo 2019, uh, Fortnite World Cup, uh, IEM Katowice 2019, League of Legends World Cup 2019, and the International 2019. Uh, Fortnite World Cup might take that, but Evo is also great. Evo is always great. Yes. Evo is my favorite yeah. esports event. To yeah, because it's easy to watch fighting. It's the only one I understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, but esports game of the year... Uh, oh, okay. Counter Strike Global Offense, Dota nope. Two, no nope. Fortnite, maybe League of Legends, no. Overwatch. These are all esports mainstays. So Overwatch will take that. You think? So? I think Overwatch had a phenomenal year. Okay. Um. Yeah, Overwatch was huge in esports mm-hmm. uh, this year, especially this year. Right. It's so upsetting that Smash Brothers isn't on there because Smash Brothers is such a big deal. Yeah. And so many people watch it, but it has such a poor backing from Nintendo. Yeah. Um, at the last tournament, I think it was Genesis was the last big tournament. Mm-hmm. The winner, the the grand prize winner of the Brawlhalla tournament got $25,000. And the grand prize winner of the Smash Ultimate tournament got Five thousand. Wow! And there were so many more people interested wow. in that. Yeah, that's because Brawlhalla, the, the developers, that's all they have for their yeah. marketing is the developers are you know backing it up. Yeah. So that means the person who won like third place still made more than the person who won first in, yeah. in Ultimate. And there's more competition in Ultimate. Yeah. So there's no re- Ultimate has had such a great year in esports. There's mm-hmm. no reason why they shouldn't be there, but. They're not there because yeah. I guess there's no community backing for them. Although Nintendo got a little better, they, ha- they have some like integration with Evo. Yeah, and that the rule set is actually Evo's rule set. Yeah, so uh, 
Nintendo's trying a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then uh, esports host. I don't know. I only know Golden Boy because he also is like the commentator for the Rock's Titan Games on NBC. Oh. <laughs> so I hope he wins. I don't know any of these people. Esports player. Oh, the guy, uh, Booga, who won the Fortnite. Well, he won like a couple million yeah. dollars. Uh, don't know any of these other people. Yeah. Not a single Smash Brothers person. Don't care. That should be MK Leo. MK Leo has won like every Smash Brothers yeah. tournament ever. Anyway, esports team. Uh, not not a single Smash nah, team. Nobody I care. All right. So then the next category is family game. Why wasn't that up higher? I, it's weird <laughs> that like just smack in the middle of the nominees, they put all the esports crap. Meanwhile, on the Wikipedia page, like esports is its own section. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. So, but family game. Uh, Luigi's Mansion Three. Great game. Yes. Thank you for finally admitting that. It's a good game. It's not going to win. No. <laughs> Ring Fit Adventure. Ring Fit. Definitely not. No. It's very good. Yeah. Not no. a, a game, really. Yeah. Uh, Mario Maker 2. There you go, Bob. Yay. <laughs> I still don't think it's going to... It's not a good family game. It's not a good family game. Uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate and Yoshi Crafted World. You know what? None of these are really good family games. Uh, the closest I would say is Smash because you could play that with your family. Yeah, but that's not a game I would ever yeah. want. Like, if I had, like, a bunch of people over and, you know, it's, like, people who aren't hardcore into games, they're like, let's play a game. I don't think I would break out Smash Brothers. I would break out Mario Kart 100%. Yeah. But if I break out Smash Brothers, it's not going to be fun for yeah. anybody. I'm going to be competitive. Mm-hmm. If I don't win, I'm going to be very mad. <laughs> and if I win, it's going to be a sweep. Honestly, the best choice might be Yoshi's Crafted World. Because that game, that game is not that good. That game that game is a baby game. Yes. Like 100%. But I think that makes it the perfect family game. Because it's a game you can play with anybody of any age and any skill set. It's going to be Luigi's Mansion. I mean, Luigi's like. Aside from Smash, Luigi's Mansion is probably like the best game in this category. But I don't know. Excuse you, Will. Listen, a lot of people don't see Mario Maker the way you do. They don't see it as a game so much as they do as a developer's tool set. I know, those people are idiots. There's so much. That's the whole game is playing other people's levels. I know. Not building the levels. I know. It uh, Mario Maker also has a great multiplayer. It's just that the online is not that good. And I think that's going to have a uh, factor in it like it's really fun to play with yeah. other people um but luigi's mansion is gonna take that yeah anyway uh fighting game if smash Bros. doesn't take this well you know. got um dead or alive six jump force jump force should not be on no here. jump force is not a people good game. were mad on twitter and i was like i completely agree yeah. that game sucks yeah <laughs> Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, Samurai Showdown, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. All right, Smash Brothers wins that hands down. You you're, you well, played Mortal Kombat. I did play Mortal Kombat, <laughs> and Mortal Kombat is very good. Mm-hmm. It is a very good fighting game. Um, I can see why people would want to put that in a game of the year uh, running. I've also heard very good things about Samurai Showdown. I've heard that's from getting good uh, reviews and stuff. And Dead or Alive 6, I've heard very good things about. That said, 
This is really a two a two person fight between Smash Brothers and Mortal Kombat 11. Okay. Possibly give the edge to Smash Brothers because it's the bigger game, but I would not be surprised if Mortal Kombat 11 took this because that's a more traditional fighting game. I would be shocked if Mortal Kombat took it over Smash yeah. Brothers because Smash Brothers is such a big game and there's so much to it. Right. You know? Um. Anyway, next is fresh indie game. Fresh indie game, recognizing a new independent studio that released its first game in 2019. Presented by Subway. We can't just have indie game? Do we also have indie game? Uh, hold on. Because... No, just fresh indie game. That's dumb. Well, that might mean that they're integrating indie games into the other categories. That we haven't seen that yet. <laughs> yeah, indie... Well, well, art direction. That's really all we've seen. I guess, Indie yeah. games should always be eligible for any category right because they're just games right it's just that they have a small budget so it's less likely that they right are gonna win anything big. Mm-hmm. anyway we've got zaum i've never heard of that no. before oh no that's the developer zaum oh these developer. are all developers yeah oh. uh according to wikipedia zaum for disco elysium which i heard is excellent so never heard i've of heard of that uh nomada studios for gris Okay. Uh, Dead Toast for my friend Pedro. I really want to play that. I've never. Yeah, I've heard that's good. Uh, Mobius Digital for Outer Wilds. A lot of people like that. Uh, Mega Crit for Slay the Spire. Mm-hmm. And House House for Untitled Goose Game. You know it's going to the Goose Game. <laughs> people on Twitter were upset because they they were like if goose game wins on a meme i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> because outer wilds is supposed to be like this yeah. amazing you know experience mm-hmm. uh and goose game is just good because it's funny yeah um but of all these i've only played goose game yeah uh i think outer wilds is gonna take that because everybody loves outer wild i still don't even know what type of game that is me neither Oh, I just keep hearing about it. Yeah. Uh, Outer Wilds. Outer Wilds is an open world exploration action adventure indie game. It's all of the words that I don't want to hear. <laughs> In the game, the player character finds themselves on a planet with only 22 minutes before the local sun goes super. Oh, oh this, I've heard of this. this. Yes. yes. That sounds familiar to me. Uh,. Okay. I think that's going to take yeah. it. Uh, that has the best chance of taking yeah. it. Game direction. You got control. You got Death Stranding. Now this is going to be Death this Stranding. This is going to be Death Stranding. Absolutely. Because this they can give it right to Kojima. Yeah. They just lob For, it. There you yeah. go. Uh, Resident Evil 2, Sekiro, and Outer Outer Wilds. That'd be wild if Outer Wilds yeah. gets it. Uh, no, this is 100% going to Kojima. Absolutely. There's no way it's not going to Kojima. Um, I mean, Resident Evil 2 has excellent direction. Um, I think these all have excellent yeah. direction. Um, it's just that it's I know Kojima. Yeah. How could you compete against Kojima? Yeah. Uh, games for impact for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. I this is a ridiculous category. Uh, this is you know all those people who like complain about games being too SJW friendly. This category is for them. <laughs> Being too fr- yes yeah. yes this is they're, that, that, they're gonna love a, this that's yeah uh, concrete genie uh, did Gris? that have a social probably um, kind words life is strange too and sea of solitude 
Life is Strange is like, that's the big one. They really lean into yeah. their social like as the freaking yeah the the impact yes the social <laughs> impact. So Life is Strange too, I think is yeah a I, shoe that, in for that game yeah uh, for that award. Concrete Genie. Story takes place in a small town named Densica, which has been mostly abandoned and polluted. A young boy named Ash uh, regularly doodles in his notebook. A group of bullies steal the notebook, rip out the pages, and scatter them throughout the city. Ash is on a quest to recover his pages. Along, along his quest, he discovers a paintbrush that can bring his creations to life. Ash must overcome the bullies and bring life back to his hometown. Okay, so it's a anti-bully game with um, don't pollute undertone it. <laughs> don't pollute yeah um all right next we have independent game so there's an indie game okay category okay 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 it's good all right baba is you which i heard is great i've heard nothing but good things about that i have not played yeah. it but uh the okay beast guys love it yeah. they were telling us the whole time that Pat oh that's played. right yeah yeah um Disco Elysium. Which, yeah, heard, heard it's good. Katana Zero. This is the first time I'm seeing it on here. Yeah. Game is amazing. Right. Almost made it on our... Or it did make it to our top 10 Switch games. Yes. So, Katana Zero. Amazing. Everybody should play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Outer Wilds. An Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Um, Let's go to any of them. It could go to any of them. I would put my vote on Katana Zero. But honestly, I've only ever played Goose Game. Out of all Here's these. why I don't think it's going to go to Katana Zero because this is the only category Katana Zero has been nominated for so far. Yeah, and no, usually that means this is just like here you go, kid. You're you're, you're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. I do think that that game is needs a lot more credit, right? Because it is an amazing game, right? Um, next mobile game. Oh no, here we go. Oh boy, any of these sponsored by Samsung? We're gonna have a problem here. Uh, Call of Duty Mobile, which I heard is amazing. Yeah, like everybody. Did I download it? I meant to download it when I got my new phone. So I can't play it on my phone because <laughs> yes. it's too old. Um, but my boss really loves this game. Oh yeah, I did. I did download. It. I from the two seconds I was able to play before it crashed, it and I was playing it on low settings. It looks exactly like the console game. Hmm. Uh, Izzy loves oh this game. Oh my god, he's he does not shut up. About yeah, freaking game. So also Retro Future was playing it yes you liked it a lot um so it could very well go to call of duty mobile but But you also got this grindstone Grindstone. sayonara wild hearts uh sky children of light and what the golf i love golf games (laughs) (laughs) i've heard that what the golf is very good wait i don't think i've played what the golf but i know of that's the one where the course like changes and like half the time you're not even playing golf. Yeah, it's a silly physics-based golf parody where every golf course is a new surprising type of golf. There's what so. like I think the game starts where you go to like wind up and hit the ball and instead it hits the golfer. Yeah. And you've golfed the golfer into the Yeah. Hole. So uh, I'm gonna download it right now. Alright. Try it free. All you can play free for no. <laughs> I will pay you. Oh, do I have to? You have to do the subscription. Oh, whack. It's on the Switch. Just get it for Switch. Is it on the Switch? Yeah. It's on the Switch. It's on the Switch. All right. I'll I'll probably forget. Oh, my God. There's Oceanhorn 2, Will. Oh, boy. Oh, that's part of Apple Arcade. It sure is. I guess. I could play both. Oh, What the Golf is not available for Switch yet. It's coming this year, though. It's got a month left. (laughs) 
Ocean Horn is the Zelda ripoff from yes. the phone, by the way, if anybody wanted to know. And it came out for Switch. Yeah. And that was it was dumb. Uh anyway, yeah, Call of Duty Mobile, probably. Or what the golf. <laughs> yeah. Um multiplayer game. This should have been way higher. Yeah. Uh Apex Legends, Borderlands 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Tetris 99, and Tom Clancy's The Division 2. Not The Division 2. Okay. Screw get out of here. Aside from you, a lot of people do not like The Division 2. Really? Yeah. Do not like it. I've heard I, I like, thought I was the only one. I've I've not seen anybody say anything positive about The Division 2. Uh, screw that game. Yeah. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, maybe. Tetris maybe. 99, that's Definitely. a good game. Yeah. Borderlands 3, I just hate the company. Yeah. Uh, Apex Legends, probably. Tetris 99 is also the only non-shooter in this category. True. So it's it's very possible that that... I said before that if it's this is the only category it's nominated for, it's not going to win. But there's a very small chance that Tetris 99 might actually run away from this just because it's different. Yeah. I think Apex Legends has a very good chance. Apex has a better chance I mean, than anything else on here. Apex Legends and Call of Duty are, are probably like the ones that are going to most likely get the award, but Tetris 99 could be the dark horse. Mm-hmm. It has a better chance of being the dark horse than Katana Zero had. Somebody's got to write down all of what we're saying yeah. as our picks so that when we watch the game awards, we can see how right Yeah, we're. Fred and or Eric do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, narrative game. Yes. Uh, a Plague Tale Innocence. Never heard of that before in my life. Me neither. Control, of course. Right. Death Stranding. Not, not gonna uh, yeah, win. Yeah, no, not uh, gonna win. It helps that. if you can understand the narrative. Yes. Uh, Disco Elysium and the Outer Worlds. Yeah. I don't know enough about this category to pick one. Uh, I'm trying to remember what I heard about Disco Elysium. Uh, Disco Elysium takes place in a fictional city. Um, blah 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 blah. A revolutionary mo- movement was successful in overthrowing the monarchy. The player control pro- protagonist is a detective sent by the government to investigate the murder of a man who has been found hanging from a tree. Unfortunately, following an emotional breakdown, said detective has been going on a prolonged drinking binge around the district, and he first comes. And he first comes to three days later in his trash motel room with no memory of who he is or what he was doing. It is now up to the player to both solve the murder case and guide the detective to rediscover his identity by filling in the holes in his memory. That I mean, sounds interesting. I mean, it happens to all of us, right? Yeah. Um, if Death Stranding wins best narrative, mm-hmm. it's freaking rigged. <laughs> yeah. Um, I Not knowing much about any of the games in this category, I think Control has a pretty good chance. Yeah. Otherwise, because uh, it's a remedy made game and they always have like great narratives. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got ongoing game, which is always a fun category. Well, I think it's a very good solution for, you know, because games are now continuously These updated. These are all the same games that were in the community. What? Yes. So that's, it's... I don't like that. Ongoing game. Awarded to a game for outstanding development of ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time. I think just because it's an ongoing game doesn't mean that it also has good uh, community management yeah. and vice versa. You know? Community support. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness. Yeah, those don't go hand in hand. Yeah. 
because there's got there's got to be games that have that but aren't ongoing games. <sighs> yeah. Ongoing games are Apex Legends, Destiny 2, um, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Call it, uh, Ghost. No, I'll get it right. Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> Same game. Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, since they're ongoing games, they have to have good community management. Right. But I think there's games that have good community right. management that aren't well, ongoing games. Fortnite would probably be an example of a good ongoing game with bad community management. Correct. Yeah. Like, that just should not have been in the good community right. management category. Um, what's a, now I got to think of an example of a game that has good community management that is a new game and maybe not ongoing. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what friggin' is this category again? Uh, we just did ongoing game. ongoing game. Now we're on best performance. Well, wait, wait, wait. we got to pick one for ongoing game. Uh, probably Fortnite, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Uh yeah, <laughs> they do a lot for Fortnite. Yeah, but I mean, well, Rainbow Six has won it before, right? Um, and Destiny Two has you know been keeping going through everything. Through yeah, like, they made it basically yeah. free. So I, I'm, I'm gonna say Fortnite mm-hmm. or Destiny. Yeah, one of those two. Uh, performance. Ashley Burke for Birch. uh for the Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope, uh, I don't know these people. For Control. Laura Bailey. For Gears 5. I don't know she was in it. Mads Mikkelsen. For Death Stranding. Uh, Matthew Poretta. For Control. And Norman Reedus for Death Stranding. Uh, I mean. I hope it's not Norman Reedus or Mads Mikkelsen. I think it's got to be. It's probably going to be. I think it's got to be. But I don't want it to be them because they're not video game actors. Yes, you're right. Hollywood actors who just happen to be in a video game. I accidentally saw a clip of um, what's his name in Death Stranding? Uh, Joel. What's his name? Oh, Troy Baker. Troy Baker. Yeah. And it's his face. It's just which his is face? not. I mean, it, it's his face. Yeah. Like you know how that's Norman Reedus's face. Yeah. It's Troy Baker's face, right. which isn't normal to see in a game. Yeah. But he's amazing. Yeah. He's always been amazing. No, no, he's. But great. this time you actually just see him acting, yeah. and he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. Um, However, I know that they're actual actors, but they get a lot. They get paid a lot of money for a reason. They're really true. good. Yeah, they're really good. No, in this and I, game. Look, I love Mads Mikkelsen as much as the next straight man. Um, <laughs> Norman Reedus is always good. I just feel like you know, uh, from what I know of Control, I know Courtney Hope. Like she's the main character. And she carries that game. Uh, Laura Bailey. I she was in Gears Four. And she's incredible in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashley Birch is great in every game she's in. Um, so I feel like it should go to one of them. But if it has to be between Mads and Norman, give it to Mads Mickelson because he's Mads Mickelson. Yeah, Norman just, just talks like this all yeah. time. Yeah. I mean, Mads Mickelson was Hannibal on TV's Hannibal. Mm-hmm. He was Le Chief in Casino Royale. Man, cries blood. <laughs> he built the Death Star. <laughs> he's got a thing for crying blood. Oh, he cries blood in this. Well, game. he cries blood in uh, in Casino Royale. Casino Royale, but then he does it again in a different movie. Does he? Yes. Are you thinking of Hannibal because he gets blood on his face? I hope not. But also in this, he's got black coming out of his eyes. Well, yeah, yeah. Or was it blood? There's another thing where he also cries blood. I swear to God. <sighs> Are you gonna look at Mads Mikkelsen crying blood? <laughs> 
Um, I mean, I I didn't play enough of Death Stranding to see right. more of like the 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 them like going through the characters. Yeah, but they're great actors. It just says Casino Royale. Did he get blood in his eye in a different? Probably. I mean, I'm, I might just be thinking of Death Stranding with the black coming out of his eyes. Maybe. I mean, unless because like in Hannibal, like he's eating people, so he probably got blood on his face. Maybe. Anyway, uh, role playing game is the next one. Okay. Uh, we got Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy fourteen, Kingdom Hearts three, which is I forgot was a game that came out this I year. I know everybody was like everybody was giving me crap, man. Oh, like oh, Resident Evil two. Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out the same day. Kingdom Hearts 3, man. Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be great, man. And look at us now, baby. Oh, everyone's saying Doctor Strange, and they are 100% right. Doctor yes. Strange. Yes. He's got the weird eye he's stuff. He's got weird things going on. And with this, he's got the same eye stuff going on in... Uh... <laughs> yes. Oh, he goes like blind in Doctor Strange, doesn't he? His eyes get burned. I think so. He's got, But he's got like weird things going on with his eyes. Yeah, yeah. and then in this, he's got weird things. Yeah. They got, they, everybody likes his eyes. Yeah. They like to mess up his eyes. Yeah. Thank you, chat. Yeah. Anyway, Kingdom Hearts 3. Yeah. That should be an adventure game. That Yeah, that's more of adventure this than This is kind of why advent, action adventure just needs to be adventure. Yeah. It should be action game, adventure game. Mm-hmm. Monster Hunter World Iceborne. I didn't play Iceborne. I played the base game, and I did not like it. Yeah. The And then the Outer Worlds. Yeah. Um. What is this freaking category again? Best role, role playing, playing game. game. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Is this it? These are all the RPGs that came out? I guess. No. Fire Emblem. Oh, yeah. This should be Fire Emblem. Is, Fire, anything. Em- is Fire Emblem a role playing game? Yeah, dude. It's an RPG as hell. What's what's the one that came out this year? Fire Emblem? Three Houses. Three Houses. There's three of them. You got, you got the, the purple parrots. The orange iguanas. <laughs> the blue barracudas. <laughs> All right. Tactical role-playing game. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, that should yeah. take this. That's no excuse for that. That This is dumb. They'll probably give it to... Actually, this might go to the Outer Worlds. Yeah. Because yeah, that Fallout-style RPG that everybody wanted. Uh, score and music. Uh, Cadence of Hyrule. Yes, that had good music. Yeah. I did not think the game was as good as everybody else said. Right. And you know what? Probably not because this is the first time we yeah. heard about it in this freaking thing. Uh, Death Stranding, which also has great music. Who did the music for that? Everybody. <laughs> it has licensed music in it. Well, yeah, of course. But I mean, like the main composer. I don't know. But the the, the reason why it's got a good music is because of the license. Music, right. Because it comes in at like really cool times. You also got Devil May Cry 5 Kingdom Hearts 3, which is again coming out of yeah. Nora and Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, well, Devil May Cry 5 has uh, the that new metal song Devil Trigger in it. So it should win just for that. I hate you so much. Um, uh, the composer of Death Stranding is the, is Ludwig Forsell. is the same composer as uh, Phantom Pain. Uh, oh, I guess that's it. I feel like they... Because, like, Metal Gear 2, 3, and 4 had Henry Gregson Williams, and he's an actual Hollywood composer. Mm-hmm. So, I, why did I feel like Death Stranding had, like, the same thing? I feel like... I feel like there's other games with better music than this. Yeah. I feel like there's other games that deserve to be here. Not to hop on Resident Evil 2's 
bandwagon again. But the use of music in that, especially when Mr. X is around, mm-hmm. like it's very effective. Smash Brothers is great music, but that's because it's a conglomeration of literally everything. Yeah. But the score, the, the freaking title song is amazing. Yeah. Um, what else? What other games had great music? Uh, that I've played. Yeah. <laughs> I don't play any game. Someone like yelled at me on Twitter when I said Resident Evil 2 should win game of the year and no one else and he's like you only played two games this year I'm like that's not true and like I had to go back and count <laughs> and it wasn't a lot of games and it was three it was five um, uh, Katana Zero had a great score yeah um, I don't know yeah I don't, I don't know Death Stranding though I think is a good contender here mm-hmm. Caves of Hyrule also is but I, Death Stranding has a lot of great music in it yeah again man Double Trigger it's not gonna win. I know. Sports slash racing game. You got Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel Dirt Rally 2.0. Uh E Football Pro Evolution Soccer 2020. That's the name of the game now. I guess. F uh one 2019. Um FIFA 20. I noticed uh Asphalt isn't here. Asphalt's not there. Uh NBA 2K 20 isn't on here. Madden's not on didn't here. Nobody liked those games. Those games, uh, well, NBA like reviews well, but it, I think, you know, it's got so many microtransactions by this point. Nobody wants to play it anymore. What about Sonic? Oh yeah, that came out this year. Sonic and Sega yeah. All Star Racing. Team Sonic Racing. Boost. <laughs> That's my impression <laughs> they, of the game. They do do that they in the do game. That in yeah, the game. it's really fun. Uh, I don't know. I guess Crash Team Racing. No. Well, none of these other games should take. They'll it. probably give it to FIFA. Okay, maybe FIFA. Yeah, that'd be stupid. Yeah. Or you know, Codemasters has two racing games on here, so there's a very good chance it could go to one of them. There's a very good chance Codemasters is walking away with. I think you're right about FIFA. Yeah. Pro Evolution Soccer should not be on there at all. Pro Nobody Evolution Pro Soccer Evolution. used to be like better than FIFA, and then FIFA leveled up. Oh, strategy game. We got Age of Wonders, Planetfall. Never heard of that. Anno 1800. Fire Emblem Three Houses. There you go. On strategy game. It's an RPG. It is kind of strategy. Technical role playing. That's basically a strategy game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The combat looks bizarre in that game. Uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. Where'd you get that name from? (laughs) Tropico 6 Wargroove. People love Wargroove. Never heard of it. Uh, give this one to Fire Emblem, please. Yeah. It needs to win something. Yeah, just for, for everybody's people. sake. VR slash AR game. There's too many categories. Yeah. Asgard's Wrath, Blood and Truth, Beat Saber. Yes, gotta be absolutely it. give it to Beat Saber. No Man's Sky, Trover Saves the Universe. Beat Saber. It's the gotta only, be Beat yeah, Saber. Yeah, Beat Saber is the only viable option. It's the one everybody has heard of. It's the one everybody's played. Um, It's fun. It's, you know, customizable. It's just... Beat Saber. If Trover saves the universe wins and Death Stranding wins, there's going to be some there's some uh, hearsay going on. Yeah. But no, Beat Saber's got to win that. Is that it? Am I at the bottom? Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. So I think Death Stranding might win a couple things. Yeah. Um, Overall, it's a very eclectic, eclectic collection. There's a lot of obvious choices. There's a lot of surprises. It's a typical award show. I feel like game of the year for the most part 
you know, the only category that matters. Like, all those games deserve to be there to a certain extent, even Death Stranding. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I feel like, I just, I don't know if there's, like, a clear winner in that group, mm-hmm. except for Resident Evil 2. <laughs> um, I'm very upset Mario Maker didn't make it into more categories. I'm surprised. I'm, I'm surprised, and at the same time, I'm not because, like you said, it didn't have a very long life. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it came and went real quick. Resident Evil Two, like people talked about it for months. Uh, Death Stranding, people are still talking about it. Control was like very big when it came out. Um, Outer Worlds is still popular. Smash Brothers, of course. Yeah, I think all the Game of the Year nominees are are good to be there. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would take one out to put something else in. Yeah. Uh, and of course, Pokemon doesn't make it because it, it just came the out. Yeah. Um, so did games like uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Yes. Um, Forgot about that. One other one that I can't remember right now. <laughs> I'm surprised Death Stranding even made it. Maybe they pushed the cutoff. To, probably. To Death Stranding yeah. in there. Um, which is probably something Jeff Keighley could do. Yeah. If anything, if he had anything to do with Death Stranding winning so much, that's what he had to yeah. do, was pushing off the cutoff. Um, surprise Fire Emblem is barely in it. it has, yeah. It's in one category or two categories? One. That also has a good soundtrack. But yeah. So yeah, weird amount of picks. Weird picks. Mm-hmm. I would pick these differently. Yeah. But uh, game of the, for game of the year, I think we got a solid. That's a good collection. Yeah. Solid collection there. And uh, I think Smash Brothers should win a decent amount because that might be... That would be my game of the year if I didn't have a cutoff. Right. It was my game of the year last year, so it came right. last year. Um, anyway, we got a bunch of people. Oh, the cast says, so games that didn't make the cutoff, do they get in for next year? Yes. Yes. Because uh, Smash Brothers was December 8th of last yes. year. So that made it into this year. And it's game of the year. But the thing is, it has to be so good that people still think about it. Any game released on or before November 15th was eligible for consideration. So. Also, that was last Friday. Yeah. Um, so, on or before. So, Jedi, Fallen Order, and Pokemon. Because those came out on the 15th. That should, that's got to be wrong. That's got to be wrong. It's got to be before November 15th. Because those two games would definitely be nominated. Yeah. Because that would suck if they don't make it into the nomination yeah. next year. Uh, thanks, Fred. Fred. Fred wrote down our picks. <laughs> Good old Fred. Uh, but yeah. So if it misses the cutoff, or if it's early, released early, early in the year, yeah, it needs to be really good to to carry over into the next yeah. year and be game of the year because it has to fight through all of that. Like The Last of Us is one that did that. Yeah. Uh, came out in like March. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we got a bunch of super chats we got to yes. talk about. Uh, oh, we got... There's a lot here. Benjamin Cotton... No, we read that one already. Uh, Bruce Patrick with $5. Will, would you consider the Snyder Cut akin to the Donner Cut? You know what? Pause this. I'm going to read the ones that are relevant to our okay. topic first, and then we'll go back to that. Uh, Cal Goncalves with five ruples. 
Control could easily be replaced on the list. You could have put Astral Chain, Fire Emblem Three Houses, even Devil May Cry 5. Astral Chain had better reviews and impact. I would... I don't know about impact. Yeah, I... Because I feel more people were talking about Control well after that came out than they were Astral Chain. A lot of people were talking about Astral Chain when it came out. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think Astral Chain was that good. I, just, I feel like it didn't have the impact you think it might have had. I need to play Control. Yeah. And then I'll be able to uh, judge whether or mm -hmm. not it deserves to be there. I think it does. It looks amazing. Yeah. But uh, I need to actually play it. He also gave another two rubles. Or even Mario Maker. It also had better reception. But again, it died off really fast. I understand that not a lot of people like Mario Maker the same yeah. way I like it. Right. But I like it a lot. <laughs> SJR, Sean, with $5. DMC5 should get it because it's pure action compared to the others. And COD and Apex should be in the shooter category, which should be a thing. They don't. Oh, have, he's thing. right. They don't have a shooter category. That is also stupid. If they're gonna have action and they're gonna have adventure, there should be shoot. Well, There's, well, because shooter is action, right? But I feel like Devil May Cry style action is different from Call of Duty style action. You know, first person shooter action is different from like third person hack and slash action. If I'm gonna give them a critique, I would say get rid of action adventure. Yeah, and just make it adventure. Just make that adventure. I'm not going to push my luck and say make yeah. a first-person shooter. Like, I, I could concede that like Resident Evil 2 is an action game. I would not put it in the shooter category, even though it has shooting elements to it. Um, and then Cal, again, with another five ruples. Astro Chain gets much better after three to four. After files three to four. Combat gets deeper, and nobody I talked about control either nowadays, LOL. AC was a bigger surprise. Um, AC is Astral Chain. I need to keep reminding myself right. that it's not Assassin's Creed. Um, yes, it does open up after a long time of playing. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's still not. They say the same thing about Death Stranding. It gets, it gets better after like 30 hours or whatever. I have only played a few hours yeah. and I'm super into it. Right. It's just, it's just not... I mean, not everybody likes... It's not an entirely stealth game, but not everybody likes stealth games. Right. You know? Like, I watched Donkey made a great video on it today. Yeah. Uh, and he hates it. <laughs> but he hated it. It is clear to me that uh, the frustrating parts of the game mm -hmm. he found as flaws. Not so much like these. this is the gameplay. You know what I mean? Like, this, yeah. is, the, this is the fun part is, yeah. is managing all of this stuff. Right. You know? I did watch his uh, explanation of the Metal Gear timeline. That was also that good. was and then the top on. comment was like, "I haven't played Metal Gear. Is this legit?" And somebody was like, "This is ninety nine percent accurate." Yeah, and they were like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> see, I don't want to be one of those guys who's like, "You just don't get it, man." Death yeah. Stranding is good. It's just that, like, you have to go into it knowing that it's not a normal game. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 me the game mechanics are literally balancing yeah all this stuff on you but at the same time you have to worry about these like ghost things coming at you you mm -hmm. got to stealth around them you got to hold your breath so they don't hear you you got to uh take care of this baby you got all this different management yeah. stuff that stresses you out but that's the gameplay you know and it's similar to other games like uh 
Like in a metal gear, you don't want them to hear your feet. Right. So you got to walk slow. That's one of the things you're managing. You can like knock people out. You got a person sleeping over there. He might wake up. You got all these things. It's just that Death Stranding, the management is different. And right. the things that stress you out are different. And they're more mundane, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think that's it for gaming okay, stuff. Okay, that's it for the relevant stuff. Yeah. Now, Bruce Patrick. Yeah. $5. He says, Will, would you consider the Snyder Cut akin to the Donner Cut? Like fan... Demand. Demand and hype. Bob, what's your thoughts on the final Starter Evolutions? So... Yes, I do believe that the Snyder Cut of Justice League is very similar to uh, the Richard Donner Cut of Superman 2 in that you have two directors who were close to complete on finishing their version of a movie and then for whatever reason they left the project and it was finished by another director. Um, The big difference is that... um, Well, the two big differences. The first big difference is that the Donner Cut of Superman 2... Superman 2 was made back in 1980. And that was a time when, like, you know, fan culture and, like, uh, internet and, you know, behind-the-scenes, you know, controversy and stuff wasn't a big deal. So the Donner Cut was something you just heard about over time. And it wasn't released until, like, 26, 27 years later when, you know, fan culture started to become the thing it is today. Where, like, people were like, hey, have you heard about this thing? I kind of want to see it. We should try to get Warner Brothers to see it. That's all happening with the Snyder Cut of Justice League immediately. You know, you know what I mean? Yes. Like that, yeah, it's just happening all right now. The second big difference is that uh, the Rich, Richard Donner directed Superman 1, which is a great movie, and Superman 2 is also a great movie. Zack Snyder made Man of Steel and Batman vs. Superman, which are bad movies, and then we got Justice League, which is also a bad movie. So there's there's big difference between all that. Still have not seen Justice League. I ha- I bought it on Blu-ray for my video, which reminds me, I need to give you uh, the receipt for it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, you can so you can borrow it anytime. I you have want. not. Oh, it's it's a uh, it's part of my job now is to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I've haven't seen Justice League. I haven't seen Aquaman. I haven't seen Shazam. I haven't seen Shazam either. Really? Yeah. It's, That's supposed to be very good. I know. I've heard. It's n- also part of your job. I know. Why the hell haven't you seen Shazam? <laughs> I had a very busy April, Bob. <laughs> um. I think it's coming to HBO real soon, so I'm just going to watch it. Uh, Aquaman is great. Aquaman is so stupid, it's incredible. I feel like I'm going to like Justice League. Not like as a movie, but like as a fun little stupid thing. Like You can sit there and watch Justice League and be entertained by it, but you're going to have this, this because this happened to me, you'll have this niggling sense in the back of your brain like, this is bad. This doesn't make sense. This looks, it looks terrible. mm -hmm. It looks like it's, like I said in my video, it looks like either a green screen or it's just a bunch of people hanging out in an airport hangar i i want to uh, when i go into these snyder movies or whatever the hell i go into it thinking like this is the cartoon like batman vs superman i was like this is just a justice league cartoon you, and i enjoyed you did it. not watch the same cartoon as me i enjoyed it thinking it was like mindless nonsense you know see i wish i could do that but the whole time you just have these like gross bastardizations of these characters that i know it's not a they're not good movies no i just i i enjoyed watching it thinking like this is just a dumb cartoon there was no at no point during batman vs superman where i like i got the sense that i was allowed to have fun with this you know i i had fun 
I guess until he started just murdering. When Batman was just murdering people, I was like, "What is happening?" Yeah, because I was trying to watch it like a cartoon, and then he's freaking murdering yeah. people, and I'm like, "All right, this isn't a fun cartoon anymore." Yeah, no. Well, it's it's not really a fun cartoon when Superman is just mopey the entire. I time. just ignored him. Just ignored him. Uh, you ignored the second title character of yes. the movie. Yes. That's a problem. I made myself like the movie, Will. That's what I did. That you that's that means it's a bad movie. <laughs> What's a movie that I hated? I sat there like this and I was like, this sucks. Wonder Woman? Yes. <laughs> did not like Wonder Woman. Because you're all. a moron. Because I'm an I'm a what's the opposite of an SJW cuck? Uh oh, uh uh you uh you are red pilled. That's what they oh, call okay. you. Yeah, you're all red right. pilled. Um where are we? Oh, Bob, what's your thoughts on the start, final Star Evolutions? I think they're all okay. I think Grookey's final evolution with the giant drum is awesome. Yeah, he looks the best. Uh, I don't really care much for the other ones. Sobble's kind of sucks. Sobble's is bad. Yeah, Scorbunny is like is fine, but it just looks like a bigger Scorbunny. It looks like what would happen if Scorbunny became an adult. Yes. Have you seen his middle evolution? No. Because I just got to it, no. and it... He's an edgy team. Well, they're all edgy teams, yeah. but he is an edgy team. Okay. He looks like he went to Hot Topic and came out. Oh, man. Um, I changed his name to Bubsy. <laughs> yeah. And nice. I'm happy with it. Um, so, yeah, I think I think, uh, I think they're all all right. I think Rookies is the best one. Yeah. Uh, where am I? Uh, Ray Zeflin, thank you for the 20 months. Uh, read that one, read that one, read that one, read that one. Uh, John Halstead with $2 sees a man from a tree. Is that a Logan Paul sim? Oh, it's a suicide forest. Yes. Joke. Ha ha ha. Anyway, cheese uh, with $2. I like cereal. Cool, man. Who doesn't? Jerks. That's who doesn't. And I'm going to read this one because he added us. The cast says random question that I and a few others in here have been wondering. What is the name of that? Chill as Frick song from the pre-stream. I think I have a playlist in the description. Do I not? <laughs> I do not. Oh. I don't know the name of it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, 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 I, I, I have a playlist. It's called Music Used. All right, well, while I find that, we have right. another topic, right? What's the next topic? Uh, yes. Uh, next topic is Pokemon is good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Pokemon's great. You haven't played it yet. I haven't played it yet. I have it on my Switch. It's downloaded. Uh, I just got my Joy-Con back from Nintendo because I got it repaired to fix the drift. Oh, so talk about that for okay. a second. Let me pull it. Oh, you have it. I I'll brought it. Whip it out, Will. Just like at the movie theater. <laughs> it's a Futurama reference. So if you're just keeping up, my... Left Joy-Con, my blue Joy-Con, I had to send back to Nintendo because it was suffering from the drift. Um, Pause. It, I'm putting this uh, playlist in the in the chat that has the music I use. I think two of the songs got taken down, and the first one, I think I stopped using because it got copyrighted from somebody else. So I don't think this music is correct. Sorry. Okay. Anyway, it's all chilled cow or chill hop, so you'll find good music there if you if you want to look. Anyway, so I got I got my uh my left Joy-Con, my blue Joy-Con back from Nintendo. They fixed it for the drift. Uh, it took a while. I'm surprised how long it took. I think because I sent it out on a Friday, 
and you know they do it on business day so i have to wait friday saturday without a joy con uh yeah no wait because then i didn't have it wait how long did it take i no i sent it out on friday and then i didn't have it all last week and then i guess just got it back yesterday so tuesday yeah so it took a little over a week that's kind of a long time that's a very long time they should just send you a new one and then refurb that one that's yeah what they should do yeah um but I got it back. I haven't like fussed around with it too much, but there is a notable noticeable difference between this Joy-Con and this one. Give me. The left the right one is noticeably looser. The right one. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel it. I, in I, the middle. Not so much on the edges, but in the middle. Yeah. It's very loose. Yeah. I mean so Alright, hold on. You for, hold this for a second. For all I know, the right one's still fine. Because, you know, I, I looked at it. I don't think I use it as much as the left one. Because, you know, the left one I use for movement and everything. Um, so I'm not too worried about it. I just find it interesting that, you know, because I guess I haven't played a, a new Joy-Con in a while. So I got my two red ones here. Yeah. Don't. My right one's noticeably looser. Yeah. Right? Give me that. Yeah, you play with that. Okay. Also, and I don't know if it's just me... But yeah, no, your left one's way tighter. Oh, oh yeah, no, this is. But the right one's looser on mine too, right? Yeah, this feels broken. <laughs> <laughs> I never use my Joy-Con to be honest. Yeah, I never, I never that's, play in portable mode. Also, and I noticed this when I slid my Joy-Con back in, it doesn't do the color anymore. Oh, that is weird. Like, what is that? I don't like that. That's weird. That's like ninety percent of the fun. Of owning a switch, <laughs> you know my left one's noticeably tighter. Yeah, it's weird. Everybody do that at home. Yeah, everybody uh, wiggle your Joy-Con analog sticks around. That can also be a sex thing. So I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know if it's like a a thing because they fixed it. I think that's just a thing. Maybe. I mean, it it definitely feels like it hasn't been moved around a lot. Yours, the left one, noticeably feels newer, like a little stiffer. Yeah. But it feels fine. Yeah. To be honest. So, and you know, I did the calibration tests and stuff and everything checks out. So this is good. I'm excited to have it back. I'm excited to play some Pokemans mm -hmm. and get in there and, you know, be the very best like no one ever was. Pokemon's great. Yeah. Everybody's got problems with it. Those people are stupid. Obviously. The game's fun. Yeah. There's a lot of like, like I get it. Some of the animations are stiff. Yeah. It's friggin' Pokemon, man. Like, yeah. Pokemon's never been, like, this, like, technological marvel. But, Bob, this is the first console-exclusive Pokemon. Yeah. So you would think that they would spend a little more money. They're a billion-dollar company, It is Nintendo. beautiful. <coughs> don't die. Please don't die. Sorry, doing an impression of, after a, the podcast, of a snob is really <laughs> difficult. It's a beautiful game. It's probably the most beautiful Pokemon game. Yeah. Um... People are going to say Pokemon Stadium, but I'm going to get out of my face with that. No. Pokemon Stadium has really nice animations. This game has really nice animations. Mm -hmm. It just also has some really bad animations. Yeah. Um, Some of the Pokemon are gorgeous. Some of them are ugly, but that's just how it is in that's every just, Pokemon That's game. just Pokemon, yeah. It's just fun. And that's that's the what it comes down to. It's just a fun game. I yeah. keep thinking about playing it. I want to keep playing with my bros my little team yeah it's cool to i haven't I, I only did one raid but i've watched other people do raids and that looks fun as hell yeah like getting up with friends and playing aj traded me the other two starters 
freaking awesome. You're gonna have to get him to trade me the other two starters. That's his thing. Listen, he'll trade any. Uh, he'll AJ of Fanatics Four will trade anybody, any starter they want. Hit a, hit him up. All right. <laughs> his phone number is five. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, he was in my stream last night. He said, "I will do it for Twitch subs. Sub to me on Twitch, and I'll give you a, a starter." All right. But no, please don't harass him. It, all you have to do is breed them. You just breed the starter. Okay. Right? So that's how you get a bunch. Of, I think he got some starters, and then he just started breeding them. Or you can just make a new account, like start the game on a yeah. new account on a different starter, and then just breed the starter and got trade it. it to yourself. Um, and you just do that once, and then you can breed as many as you want. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, there's so much to it, and it's so freaking fun. And it's so stupid. It's yeah. a st- Pokemon's a dumb game. You just yeah. walk around. You get five move uh four moves and you just pick one of them but for some reason i get sucked in and it's really right. fun I, I i love discovering new pokemon i haven't seen the list of all the new pokemon so i like being like what the hell's that yeah. guy i want that guy it's really fun and you're gonna like it a lot. i i'm excited to play it i can't wait to play it I, i've been hyping it up to everybody i talked to just from what i played at e3 um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I still haven't even done the first gym battle. I'm really? level 20. I'm yeah. barely at the gym. Uh, I probably played like six hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would say like around six hours. Still haven't gotten to the first gym. Yeah. So it's a long game. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, get the freaking game. It's good. It's it's fun. It it, it might have some problems, but uh, like it's it's. I mean. Again, it's not this technological marvel, but the, the bottom line is it's a very fun game. And if you've ever enjoyed a Pokemon game, you're definitely going to like this game. Right. Because it is just a Pokemon game. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, Bruce Patrick with $2. What, what what happens to the Wolf Den live room when Bob uh, moves? We burn it to the ground. Yeah, I'm going to take one of those big red gas cans and just pour it all over. And then Bob's going to light the match. So you don't want a green screen. Here's the, here's the thing. Last week... Yeah. I want to do that much nicer. Yeah. But if you don't get a green screen, you're going to be one of the small boxes. If you get a green screen, then we can both be on either side. My concern with the green screen is I don't know where I'm going to put it when it's done. Like that? Yeah. Cause you can't put it on your desk? No. Can you get a smaller one? A that smaller is, that green is, screen? Well, so there's, there's ones that fold up into a disc. Okay. Have you seen those? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know which one. What about talking. that? Yeah, I'd have to do some shopping. Okay. It needs it needs to be small because you could put it probably behind you in the chair. Okay, to be honest, yeah, you just put it behind you because it needs it needs to be small because I ha- I have a live in a small house because if because if you don't do a green screen you're gonna be a little tiny box yeah but if you get a green screen it'll be on either side and it'll look sick yeah you know what I mean I mean because otherwise it's just you know books they should me. make a smaller one of that they should because that thing is like it's great but it's very big. It's, it's big, long. It's bigger. We're than talking it, about the yeah. Elgato green screen. Yeah, it's it's longer than it needs to be. I think it's for for what we used it last week for. I think it's the perfect size for what I use it for. Right. Because uh, I crop the sides. Yeah. Like like when I do Spawncast, uh, or any other like Google Hangout thing, yeah. I like to put it up just so that people don't see like Dad walking back and forth. Right. Well. I feel like you know, you, it's good for here for that reason. Well, like, well, if it's if it's wi- if the camera's widescreen, yeah. you see the side. Like it yeah. doesn't fill up the screen, so it it's that's why it's as big as it is. But like in my house, I I'm doing it in like in the office, which is just a private room with just right. books, history books behind me. 
Right, right. So, um, yeah, I think you should look into that disc. Yeah, that'll probably be the I best do, option. We, for you. I do need to like figure out the lighting situation in there though, because right now I just have like a, a crappy floor lamp. Yeah, no, we'll 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 set you up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. Nice. We'll talk about it later. Um, but, but yeah, anyway, no. that's what's gonna happen with the podcast. Yeah, and we're like gonna, we're gonna burn the the basement down. Probably in a few weeks, this yeah. whole thing's gonna change. Mm-hmm. Sorry about it. Not sorry about yeah. it. Because I gotta live my life. Yeah. I can't wait for the comments that are like, oh, I like the old set better. Oh, like yeah. when, uh, for my videos, mm-hmm. what happened to the old set? I like, the, oh, just yeah. move back into your parents' yeah. house. <laughs> anyway, uh, oh, Jedi Fallen Order. I played Order. Jedi Fallen Order instead. I did not play that. Uh, f- I did. It's, it's very good. I, well, I should clarify. I'm, I know I'm not that far into the game. I've heard nothing but great things. It's I don't it, think anybody has said that it is bad. So here's, here's the thing. I keep forgetting that it is not Jedi Outcast and it is not Force Unleashed. It is a Dark Souls, Sekiro type of combat where you have to parry everything and dodge roll out of the way of everything. I'm down for that. It's it's uh, it's a lot harder than you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. I actually bumped down the difficulty at one point just because... <laughs> well, it's, conf- it's confusing. Well, it's not confusing. So there's there's four difficulty modes. There's story mode, there's Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, and Jedi Grandmaster. I f- I f- was under the impression that, you know, story mode was basically training wheels the whole time. So I had it on so like the real modes was like Jedi Knight, Jedi Master, Jedi Grand- Grandmaster, easy, medium, hard. So I had it on Jedi Master. That's hard. That's just hard difficulty. Okay. So Jedi Knight is normal. So that's basically for you guys when you're about to go in. So like story mode is easy. Jedi Knight is normal. Jedi Master is hard. And then Jedi Grandmaster is you're not going to survive. <laughs> so what am I going to play? I want normal. You'll probably... Normal is Jedi Knight. But you might... Because you're better at me in games. So you'll probably want to try Jedi Master. What's yep. cool? Am I going to have fun if I play normal? Because... Yeah. I'm not that good at Souls yeah, games. I think know? you will. I want normal. What's cool is though when you see And I want to plow through it. When you <laughs> see the difficulty settings, it tells you what that means. Okay. Like it tells you the parry time. It tells you how much damage you deal. It tells you how much damage you take from enemies. That's cool. That it's great. It, it like it gives you such a better idea of what you're dealing with. You know, so like you play on Grandmaster, your parry time is like one frame and the enemies deal out a lot of damage. That's so, cool. Yeah. That's cool information to have. Um, and it kind of plays like a Souls game in that, you know, it's it's very Metroidvania-y. You, you know, the worlds are open and you can go to them at different times and you can come back to them and explore new uh, locations based on the powers you get. Um, it's There's a lot of, cr- like, creatures in the game that are, like, your enemies. And there's a, early in the game, you encounter, like, a very big one. That like I could not kill for the life of me, but you can avoid him mm-hmm. and like go around him to get to your objective. So it's all it's not about like killing everything in sight, it's about smart use of combat. Lightsaber duels actually feel like dueling. That's good. That's my biggest concern. Yeah. Because the force you, unleashed did not feel like no. That. Even when like you're against stormtroopers and they're shooting at you, or like the scout troopers with the stun batons, it feels like you're in an actual sword fight. The only game that felt like that to me was Jedi Knight and Jedi Academy. Yeah. It's it's less along those lines because that, I feel like, 
had the tendency where you can just run up and like plow through. This, like, you actually have to think about the, the combat you're doing. I'm super down yeah. for that. And that sounds awesome. You know, in Jedi Knight, you automatically like block laser shots with your lightsaber. This is, you don't do that here. You have to hold down block. And if you hit it at the right time, then you can deflect the bullet back at That's kind of cool. Or like parry the attack. It adds almost. Yeah, there's a lot more variety to the lightsaber combat than just like press X to mash buttons and stuff. Um, but the game is also. I would say 60% uncharted. What is that? There is a lot of climbing and platforming and exploration. I didn't. Uncharted 4 was a lot of climbing. Yeah. A lot. The. And I. That's what I was going to say about Death Stranding. That's all walking. Uh huh. Man, Uncharted is a lot of climbing, though. And people loved Uncharted. Well, yeah. I, lo- I played the original PlayStation trilogy and I loved it. I loved the climbing in Uncharted. That was my favorite part of the game. This Uncharted 4 did you play? No. Because that, people listened to you and were like, all right, let's just make it all climbing. Yeah. And it was all climbing. Um, This is not all climbing. The climbing feels good, except they they require you to hold down, I think it's left trigger as soon as you grab onto a ledge. Otherwise, you just fall. Meanwhile, in most other games, you just start climbing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of like extra button presses that you have to do. Um, the controls are, they're easy to learn, but they're complex. Well, I forget the controls if I don't play for like a week. Uh, that's a big problem for me. I'm already starting to forget the controls and I haven't played in a week. And I might have to not play it this weekend because I got another game, which we'll talk about later that I got to play. Okay. Um, is that Pokemon? <laughs> it's that and it's also Shenmue 3. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Um, but what I played of, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, it's very good. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's not what you think it's going to be. It's it's challenging, but it's rewarding. So, basically, uh, four out of five recommend Wolf Den. I have to reviews. play it. I'm very excited. I I want to play more Death Stranding though. Yeah, I don't want to stop playing Death Stranding. It's basically that. the Star Wars game we wanted them to make since you know Battlefront One. Okay, <laughs> you know it's that that big ass single player Star Wars game um it really it does a great job of putting you in the the universe basically since uh Jedi Academy yeah yeah uh it was really cool is uh in the beginning when you first meet your character Cal he's working in an imperial scrapyard and you hear this song play and then you realize he's he's basically doing the equivalent of listening to his iPod while on the job the song that's playing is what he's listening to while he's working and it's really interesting so, like little things like that just make it feel like Star Wars, like you're part of the Star Wars mm-hmm. universe, aside from the lightsabers and the uh, Star Destroyers and stuff. Okay. But it's really cool. I'm enjoying it so far. Maybe uh, I'll get one of those, like, buy two, go and free Black Friday deals or something. I haven't seen that game as part of any Black Friday deals. Yeah, Target did that deal a little while ago. Yeah. The buy two, go and free. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to do it again. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then real quick, I had right under there, The Mandalorian. I haven't seen it. I really want to see it. I have. It's great. I'm not going to give too much away, but I'm sure it's already been spoiled for you on Twitter. Yes, it is amazing. Um, it's every bit as cute as you think it is. Um, yeah. That. Yeah. The baby. Yeah. That was spoiled for me. Yeah. I still have a many questions. Yeah. I mean, so do I. And I've seen both episodes. So I need I need to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'll give you my Disney Plus account. I don't 
want to ask any questions. Yeah. I don't want to know the answer. Okay. I have one big question, but I don't want to. Okay. You know what? I'm going to ask it. Don't answer it. Okay. What time period is this in? Oh. Don't answer it. That's not a big deal. Don't tell me. Okay. Are you sure? Because like, yes. it's in the like the official synopsis for it. I don't believe it because it's a the baby. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, because they, they talk about it in the episode. Yeah, that's why I need to see the episode. All right. All right. I haven't seen the episode at all. They talk about it before the baby. Yeah, that I don't know. Okay. I need to know how this all plays together, Will. All right. Just just okay. Have you heard have you heard when it supposedly takes place? I think I forgot. Okay. Are you, you sure you don't want I to? I definitely tell? know it doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, you gotta remember <laughs> that baby is part of a species. Correct. That we've only ever seen canonically two members of. Okay, so that's what my head can. When I saw the baby, I was yeah. like, "That's what that is." But then everybody's making it sound like it's it's a person and not a species. Because the problem, even though they're the same name. <laughs> well, that's the problem. We only because we only know two members of that species. We just name that species after the most popular character associated with that species. Right. 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 Okay. You, I understand. I understand. Following. And that's okay. that's my question. Yes. Is all of this. Okay. As far as I know, that baby is a new member of that species okay. unrelated okay. to the other characters we know already. Okay. So then what's the big deal then? I mean, have you seen it? It's so adorable. <laughs> my wife immediately goes, oh. I mean, it is cute. Yeah. It's freaking cute. Um, there, I read something... Um, Warner Herzog, the guy who goes bounty hunting, is a complicated profession. That guy, like he, like later in the season has a scene with it, and he like started to cry because he's like, "Oh my god, he's like heartbreakingly beautiful." And he's like, "They're like John Favreau's like, all right, we got to uh, take it out because we're in a place with CGI." And he like yelled at them, like, <laughs> "No, you got to trust the puppet, you cowards!" <laughs> is Bill Burr in it yet? Uh, I have not gotten to him yet. Okay, yeah, I'm excited to see. Yeah, him and then. Uh... Yeah, that, that'd be interesting. He looks very funny in the yeah. trailer. Uh, uh, apparently, he was like, ah, I don't want to be in it. I hate Star Wars. Yeah. I never I never want It's all nerd stuff. And John Favreau was like, that's why you got to be in it. Yeah. So I think he's going to be very funny. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yes, I got to see that. Yeah. I got to make that a point to watch that. How long is it? The, uh, episode? the episodes are short. The first episode is only like 40 minutes, and the second one's like less than 30. Only 40. The second one is less than 30. 40s, 40s, 40s long. Put it to you this way: most like Netflix. That's an hour for a broadcast show. Okay, but like for a streaming show, that's short. I haven't like, watched any streaming series. I'll put it to you this way: episodes of Daredevil and Stranger Things run a full hour. Yeah, screw that. Yeah. So the, that. the Mandalorian is short by comparison, and I think the ep like the later episodes are also like under thirty minutes. So you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, I gotta watch it. Yeah, we got two episodes so far. Two episodes. The third one comes out Friday. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you my login stuff tonight, so you can. I'll try to do that. Make make yourself an account though. Don't use mine. Maybe I'll do it tonight. Yeah, when I draw the thumbnail for All this right. episode. All right, we got a couple super chats. We got to plow through some stuff. All right, uh, we got Sean again. SJR with two dollars. Also, I'm not Sean slash Sean. Different SJR. Whoa. Whoa! 
You got you two got to fight to the death, man. We can't have two SJRs. Mecha Dragon 101 with. Well, he also said Jedi Game of the Year. That's important. True. Well, missed the cutoff apparently. Yeah. Uh, Mecha Dragon 101 with two dollars. Will ever heard of the geek band Kirby Crackle? I've heard of. Why them? will? Because Kirby Crackle is a reference to the Jack Kirby crackles that he used to draw and like all of his oh, weird ass science fiction books. That's why will. Uh, I've heard of them. I've never actually heard their music. Apparently, it's just one guy, Kyle Stevens. He's a nerd rock pioneer and artist writing songs about the best in comic books, video games, and pop culture. I will put him in my uh, listen to. All right. Let's talk about uh, Google Stadia. Just plow through Google Stadia real quick? Yeah. And while we do it, why don't we unbox it? Okay. I got it yesterday, I think. Okay. Which is weird because I bought it. I pre-ordered it when it came out. This is with my own money. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to know. Okay. So Google Stadia finally launched. It's Google's big ass um, streaming cloud gaming initiative to leave their stamp in the gaming industry. Um, You got it yesterday. Correct. Okay. So that's one of the stories we got. So Google Stadia did not have a a good launch. Let's just say. It had an Also, I'm not 100% certain this is Google Stadia, by the way. Is it? Wait. It says Ingram Micro? We'll open it, see what it is. I also don't want to zoom in too much because yeah. uh, it's got our actual address on it. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. So Google Stadia was supposed to. Google Stadia went live on November 19th, which was yesterday. However, uh, people who pre-ordered the Founders Edition, uh, which was $130, and it came with a Chrome, uh, Chromecast Ultra and a controller. Wait, did that come with a Chromecast Ultra? Because yes. uh, I just, just bought, bought a Chromecast right. Ultra. Well, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, those didn't arrive in time for people to um, like log in and play it. And in addition this to that, like yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. it. This is it. So it's, wait, does this come with a Chromecast Ultra? Yes. Damn it. Damn it! Well, hold, hold, hold on a second. Let me let me finish what I'm saying, then I'll get to you. Well, I'm gonna go on Amazon cancel it right well, now. Well, not here because here's the thing. As of right now, you can only play Google State. Google State is supposed to be like a cloud gaming service. You can play it on anything. Uh-huh. As of right now, you can only play it on a Chromecast Ultra, a Pixel Three, or a Chrome web browser. I mean, I'm really just gonna play it on a Chrome web web browser. Yeah, but I would want to test it on the Chromecast Ultra. Okay, because I also need a Chromecast. For my apartment. Yeah. So I wanted, I wanted to get one anyway. Okay. So, so this has it. Okay. Well, let me freaking cancel my damn okay. order, which is supposed to come tomorrow. Damn it. <laughs> you can do it because like it doesn't ship immediately. So. Well, I also ordered at like seven o'clock. So. Yeah. Uh, cancel items. So yeah. So people who pre-ordered the Founders Edition were not getting this in time to like log in, create their accounts, um, and basically you know, start playing the game they pre-ordered back in June. Uh, f- yeah, as of November 20th, a day after launch, you can still find loads of reports on Twitter of people like not getting their codes, of people uh, not being able to get their usernames because they were too late, um, things like that. So that's bad. Wait, underscore says, geez, Bob, it was in the description. Listen, how long ago was that? June 6th. June 6th. I don't remember these. You expect me to remember that? It'd be nice if you did. Give me this. Let's get it. All right. So, already off to a bad start. It did. Uh, people who pre-ordered the Founders Edition didn't get it. Yeah. I got it late, didn't I? You got it late. Yeah. Uh, f- 
So not only that, uh, it launched and uh, when it worked, it worked pretty well. Um, but there were still reports of lag, like significant lag, especially if you're using mouse and keyboard. Um, a lot of features are not available at launch, like Google Assist, the YouTube integration, uh, crowd playing, things like that. Uh, only First, only 20 games would be available. Then they upped it to like 40. And the games were full price. Ooh, I like the color. That is a nice color. It's like blue with like the orange. Yeah. Ooh, I like this a lot. How's it feel? It feels like a feels like an Xbox thumbstick. Yeah. Oh, it's smooth as hell. Here's your It uh, is weirdly symmetrical. Yeah, there you go. Chromecast Ultra right in there. Damn. Well, I could just return it. So yeah. Okay, so the D-pad is clicky. I like where the D-pad is. Yeah. This is a good controller. All right. So USB-C. Yeah. Uh, so did you hear anything I just said? <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, I forgot everything you said. No, I was okay. listening, but I forgot all of it. So basically, all right. So I already said oh, it was 20 games. They bumped it up to 40. 40, but the games are full price. You have, you basically have to rebuy them. Yeah. It's at, especially like older games, like Tomb Raider, like Tomb Raider 2013 is like, I think more expensive than it is on Xbox Live. Is this USB C? Yeah. Because I need to plug my computer well, in. <laughs> uh it's USB C to USB A. Okay, whatever. Is that gonna work for your computer? Yeah, dude. Uh, the other end. That's freaking neat, dude. Will it work? Well Alright, if I you don't if know you, anything. Alright. I didn't just, even know this came with a Chromecast Ultra. Oh if you're if you're, if you're if you fried the thing, it's not my fault. It's not gonna fry the freaking MacBook, man. I'm talking about the the other end. Oh, it's not gonna fry this. All right. I was gonna have to leave you and run upstairs. I got one. So I don't know why this thing's dying so quickly all of a sudden. Uh, so in addition to the games, it's missing a lot of the features that were promised at launch, like Google Assist, uh, YouTube integration, the crowd playing. Uh, you can only use it on. Help! <laughs> oh wait, I got it. All right. You can only use it on a select few devices: uh, Chromecast Ultra, Pixel phones, uh, Google uh, Chrome web browser. Well, what are the other devices that it's gonna work? With I mean, eventually, 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 it's gonna be an app that you download to your device and you play it through there. Because, and like, it, uh, it kind of. I really just expected to play it on Chrome on. Chrome web browsers and Chromecast. Well, I mean, theoretically, you can download an app to your iPhone and play it on that. That would be cool. You can download it to uh, your Fire Stick, your Roku, you know, other devices, other Chromecasts. So this, that's, that is for the Chromecast. So this Chromecast charger is huge. Yeah. But it has an Ethernet port. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, I guess this cannot possibly be standard to come with a Chromecast. It might be. You can get an Ethernet port for a Fire Stick. What does it come with it, though? It's an add-on. Well, this is orange on the inside. Right. Or is that red? That looks red. Or is that? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is red. Yeah. Okay, so that is for this. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is tinier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, they're small. Okay. Um, I'm glad I don't. I'm glad yeah. this came with that. How much was this? One hundred and thirty dollars. Okay, so it's basically just a controller and a Chromecast. Right. 
event and a subscription. So here's where it gets weird. Okay. So today, per The Verge, today Google Stadia is a $130 one-time purchase plus a $10 a month uh, free, sorry, plus $10 a month after a three-month trial plus $20 to $60 per game. That $10 a month is basically for the 4K streaming. So I can play for free without... The fork. If I want, what if I want 1080p? That should just be standard as long as you have a good connection. St- but I have to buy the game. You have to buy the game. So that's where they're getting my money. Yeah, is buying the game. Uh, f- that's kind of cool. Well, what were you gonna say? That that's just kind of cool. Because <laughs> the problem is, mm-hmm. uh, the bit according to five to one Google. A uh, nine to five Google. The biggest problem that Stadia currently faces is that Google has been blatantly lying about the quality of 4K games on the service. Yikes! In its review, The Verge spoke to. Oh, uh, sorry. With reviews now, with reviews and now more users starting to jump into Stadia, it's becoming apparent quickly that the visual quality of the games isn't up to par with other services. This could be partially to blame for the streaming nature of games, but it's been proven already that this simply isn't the case. So basically, long story short. They're advertising 4K gaming, but they're not 4K. It's not 4K gaming. It's 1080p upscaled. Ooh, that's not good. No. It has to be 4K. Yeah, and it has to be the textures. It's not. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 does not play in 4K. Eurogamer confirmed that the game only renders in 1440p and is then upscaled to 4K on a Chromecast Ultra. The quality difference is also very obvious when you look at the game side by side with the 4K version on Xbox One X. Red Dead Redemption 2 is not 4K on PS4. But on Xbox One X it is. It like kind of is. All right, another example. Uh, the Verge spoke to Bungie, the developers behind Destiny 2, and confirmed that Stadia's version of the game isn't the same 4K as some of the other platforms. Rather, Destiny 2 on Stadia renders at 1080p and is then upscaled to improve the quality. In other words, Destiny 2 currently never plays in 4K on Stadia. So you're paying $10 a month to get 4K and you're not getting 4K. Right. Are they saying that Destiny is 4K? Yes. On on the website? If I go to Stadia right now, it's well, going to say... Well, go to it. Because then that's a lie. Yeah. If they say that, that's a lie. Yeah. Um, the, the whole thing, like, they're advertising 4K 60 streaming on Stadia, mm-hmm. like, basically across the board. Mm-hmm. But they're not off, they're not giving us true 4K 60 streaming. I'd argue that Xbox One X and PS4 also say that they have 4K gaming, but like barely any games are 4K. Barely any games are 4K, but the ones that run in 4K run in 4K. Not stuff like Red Dead. Red Dead is four on PS4. Red Dead is 1440p freaking interlaced. Right. You know. But like on Xbox One X, it's 4K. It's like it's more 4K than it is on PS4. Like every game that's 4K HDR on these platforms is yeah. not 4K. Right. It's interlaced it's one or the other yeah yeah but when i if this is the pc version of the game that can theoretically run in 4k 60 with hdr Mm -hmm. and google says that it can do it but they're not doing it that's a problem yes yes and that's what they're that's what i'm trying to see if if it's saying like play destiny in 4k then that's a lie that's a blatant lie yeah and also it kind of sucks that you have to pay for a subscription and then play the yeah. game. But that's why I was saying it's kind of cool if 
you can just get Stadia for free and then just buy the game because that's a free platform. Right. Um, it says sometime in 2020, Stadia will be a free service plus the cost of games. And you can use like... Oh, so right now it's not free. You have right to, now, you have yeah, to buy it. You can only get thing. it in the Founders Edition. Okay. Uh, it doesn't say like technical specs for specific games. Right. So, yeah. I want to know if they explicitly said that certain games are 4K when they're not. Because freaking Microsoft and PlayStation market their 4K consoles the same way then. They say this is 4K when some of these games aren't 4K. People are give people are being really hard on Stadia because it's a streaming platform. People right. don't like that because everybody's got Xboxes and Playstations. Why not why wouldn't I just play it on an Xbox or a PlayStation? And I agree. I'm gonna test this out and then I'm never gonna play it again <laughs> because I have an Xbox and a PlayStation right. and a Switch to play these games on. And I'd much rather play it on that. However, there are people who aren't as privileged and don't have consoles. They don't have consoles, mm-hmm. they don't have a good enough PC, and this thing will be freaking free. You just have to buy the game. Right. And I think that's amazing. That's amazing if it works. And right now it doesn't seem like it's working as properly as they want to. I think that people are giving it, are are gunning for it. Because Nintendo over here was filming himself playing it. And there was barely any, there was input lag. But there was barely any input lag. You know? I I think that people are just trying to find a problem with it. I mean, yeah, they're trying to find a problem with it because this is a big deal. Mm-hmm. They, they're trying to like work through it and like trying to find all the kinks and flaws in it and as of right now there seem to be plenty of flaws like there's the, gonna be flaws like in the the streaming f- like it well the big thing is if they're advertising 4k 60 on a good internet connection and they're not giving you that if they're like half-assing it that needs to be addressed what, Especially, what? forget the consoles for a second this mm-hmm. is pc gaming this can do 4k 60 hdr fine it can do better than that that's what Stadia is trying to emulate. And it's saying that it's emulating that when it's not. That's the problem. I want to compare this against xCloud. Right. I don't want to compare it against the consoles. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if they're right. lying about the 4K, that's a big deal. Yeah. But I want to compare this against another streaming service. Mm-hmm. So, because, again, there are people who don't have consoles and don't have a good PC where this yeah. would be perfect for... But then xCloud would also be perfect. Right. It sounds like xCloud so far is a better deal because you it's a service and yeah. you get a million games right. with it. And also, like Microsoft also has things like Game Pass and Xbox Live that can easily be integrated now, in this. is xCloud 4K? I mean, assuming when it launches, it's, it will be. I mean, they haven't said anything about it yet. I mean, xCloud is just the concept name. So it doesn't even have an official name yet. Yeah, how do I play that? Because people are already like doing early reviews of it. And stuff. I don't know. I think you gotta like, they have to tell you how to play it. The first thing when I type in Project X Cloud is Google Stadia versus Project X Cloud. Someday Google has promised or suggested you'll be able to click on a YouTube ad for a game and jump straight into the game. You'll be able to live stream YouTube in 4K at the same time you're playing in 4K. You'll be able to share a link to the exact moment in a game with a friend or followers so they can try it instantly. Streamers will be able to let viewers line up to instantly join their game. You'll be able to see your friends actual screens in some games to help you uh, coordinate. The controller's dedicated Google Assist button will be able to help you beat the games. Future games will combine the power of multiple Stadia servers to do things impossible on PC or console. 
like a single share shared world where every where every single player advanced physics uh fully destructible worlds uh huge numbers of npcs etc google will release its own games on stadia other android phones and perhaps iphones will get in on the action cross-platform multiplayer um, and will scale to 8k resolution and 120 frames per second uh that's practically half the stadia review right there because a lot of the features google promised in march simply do not exist yet yeah that's ridiculous like all of that sounds really cool yeah but they're not available yeah like that's a lot of stuff that is a good selling point for stadia and it's not available yeah when this thing launches so that's a big like mark against google for that yeah i mean you would think something relatively simple like youtube integration google assist is in everything now they they sell routers with it in it so like i don't see why like they didn't put it in here there's there's really no excuse for that i mean it's in, well yeah it's in chromecast but, yeah but uh not everybody's going to be able to play this on a Chromecast. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's something. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can't. That's something that would be part of the platform that you're playing on. Yeah. But uh, I mean, what if you're playing on an iPhone? You know, then yeah. you know, then you don't have the Google Assist. Uh, yeah. This is nothing about Project X Cloud being 4K. But yeah. Project X Cloud is nowhere I, near done. So yeah, it probably will be close to close to 4K. I. Mm, yeah. Microsoft's going to blow us out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> it, t- it took two... They should have held on to this for a little longer. Yeah. They basically rushed this out to be the first on the market. Yeah. Controller does feel nice, though. Controller's nice. I want to play with other things. I also want to know if I could play Stadia with an Xbox controller. So, so, this is part of the problem. So, theoretically, yes. You can play Stadia with other controllers. You can... I think you play with PC and mouse right now... Uh, mouse and keyboard right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you can play with other controllers. You can play it with other devices... But as of right now, in order to play it, this is how to play it. You need Chromecast Ultra and this. Yeah, they put it out too quick. They put it out way too quick. They, In order to get to the future, they rushed there. Yeah. So basically, you paid $130 to be a beta tester. Uh, Yes. I paid that, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to make a video out of it. Right. I mean, you can still make a video out of it. I mean, I'm going to have to. Yeah. To justify this. I mean, yeah. Uh, Digital Trend just had a breakdown of the price structure. Yeah. Where did it go? My f- computer's going nuts right now because I, gu- I guess I should not have used this charger. It went up to well, from 1% to 2% and then back down to 1%. Yeah, well, I was trying to tell you. What, we, what was going to happen? It's, it's not a good thing to use. <laughs> uh, I don't even think you can use this controller wireless yet because every picture I see, it's plugged into the computer. Um, do we know if it's Bluetooth? It's Wi-Fi. Oh, right. It's Wi-Fi so that there's less lag. Yeah. Right. Oh, you better be able to use it yeah. wirelessly because that's the whole point. Yeah. Uh, Stadia Founders Edition, $129, comes with three months of Stadia Pro as well as a limited edition night blue controller. Chromecast Ultra first dibs on a name... And I want Bob. And three-month Buddy Pass, available in November, sold out... Uh, Premier Edition is available for the same price and includes the same content with different colors for the controller and no buddy pass. Stadia Pro is $10 per month, 4K resolution and six, with 60 frames per second, uh, supposedly. Uh, 
discounts on game purchases, so kind of like PlayStation Plus, full Destiny 2 access, which is great because I yeah. did not want to have to buy that, free games available with a subscription launches in 2019, so right now. Stadia base fee, uh, Stadia base free, 1080p resolution, 60 frames per second, buy games you want to play in a Chrome web browser launches in 2020. That is what I think is going to be the biggest deal. Yeah. But that's not here yet. Yeah. Because being able, that just means that anybody could play a game on their computer, no matter how crappy it is. Yeah. When it comes out. Mm -hmm. And that's amazing. That's such a cool thing. As long as you have a good internet connection, which might not be good for everybody. Yeah. Uh, in 1080p, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be a game changer for a lot of people who just don't have, like, like, you know, like growing up when I, like when we didn't get the newest consoles the day they came yeah. out, maybe I want to play destiny. I could just pay $60 instead of paying, uh, $360, yeah. you know? So that's pretty awesome. But mm -hmm. not if it's got all these freaking problems that people saying it has. That's why I got to test it and see if yeah. it's any good. Uh, try to maintain reason. Well, we got Bruce Patrick with $2 said, Bob, PS4 with three games, two, uh, $200 making Stadia irrelevant. Not when Stadia is free. Well, right now it's not. No, it's not a good deal now. Nobody buy it now. Nobody buy Stadia, yeah. <laughs> Don't buy it now. But right now, if you want, yeah, a, a $200 PS4 with three games, three really good games. I still don't game. know if I would uh, recommend that because we got PS5 right around the corner. See, see, my boss at work wants to get it, and I keep, and he's afraid of the PS5. But I keep telling him to get it because when the PS5 comes out, a there aren't going to be that many good games. It's true. Launch, you know, it's going to be the launch. B, you know, if he can eventually get a PS5, and those games will carry over because uh, PS5 will be backwards compatible. Only get a PS4 now if you really, if there are games you really want to play. Yeah, right now. But and the PS4 is like old enough where it's got a great library. It does. Yeah. We got up. We're late. We are very late. We got to oh, wow. hurry up. All right. So too long. Didn't read. Um, Don't get Stadia. <laughs> don't get Stadia now. Yeah. Wait a little bit. Yeah. Wait and see what happen, uh, happens next year. They rushed this out the door. Um, it's It seems very incomplete. Um, Wait for Bob's review of it. Yes. I'm nixing all the other stories we have. I don't even know we had other stories. They're okay, irrelevant. Yeah. Uh Unboxing or Tweet of the Week? I forget uh, the week. Unboxing. Okay, I got one yeah. more thing to unbox. I have no idea what this is. All right. Uh, how do I even open it? Uh, there's usually a pull tab. Yeah, up here. Uh, okay. This is from some PR company. Oh. It's a box in a box. Let's get Stadia out of the way here. And my brand new Chromecast that I bought literally two seconds ago. Yeah. Uh, let's do a little bit of boop here. What is this? Oh, we got a email about this when you were in Japan. Ooh. Wired Productions thanks you for being an esteemed partner. Wired are a publisher of video games, but really we are all about the people involved. Our developers, partners, and community are at the heart of, and reason of everything we do. With that in mind, we wanted to say thank you for all the support you've given us so far. And as a gesture of our appreciation, we have sent you this close to the sun collector's edition for your personal enjoyment. We hope you enjoy 
It is one of a thousand made and is a great wow. reflection of the effort Storm in a teacup put into the game. And we think it's a kind of special. Much appreciate appreciation and respect. Mr. Z and the whole Wire team. Uh, so Close to the Sun is a first-person horror adventure video game developed by Italian video game pro uh, producer Storm in a Teacup and Molto published Band. by the British company Wire Productions. Uh, developed, developed using Unreal Engine, the game was released uh, last year for Microsoft Windows and is slated for release uh, October of this year for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. In the game, the player guides a journalist named Rose Archer uh, which strives to save her sister Ada, set in an alternate reality that seems to occur somewhere around the early 20th century. The two prominent, uh, the two prominent inventors, Nikola Tesla and Thomas Ooh. Edison, fight for technology, for technological prominence or uh, on the globe. It's it's kind of like a Bioshocky type uh, first person horror game, Art Deco, where I think Tesla is the villain in it. Oh, but yeah, this is cool. Yeah, this is very nice. Uh. Collector's Edition, 308 of 1000. Uh, July 18th, uh, July 1896. Signed Nikola Tesla. Mm -hmm. and, oh, the art book. Uh, give me, give me. Oh, everything's coming out. I suck at this. Right. We got the art book here. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know what this game freaking looks like. Uh, We got... Is this a vinyl? It, it's This is a... Vinyl. It's a seven inch. Yeah, I think it's a forty-five. Wow. Uh, oh, that's a code. What's that for? Epic Game Store, I think. Okay. Nobody look. We that's got um. Code. Oh, we got we got it on Switch. We got the Switch. It's the PAL version. See that's got Peggy. All right, whatever. Ah! I already break. Wait, is Peggy PAL or England? Peggy is England. All right. Well, anyway, we also got the steel book for it. We got a letter from Ada. Okay. We got a pin. Ooh, that's nice. And I think that's it. That's it. This is very cool. This is very cool. Yeah. Oh, the steel book is awesome. Yeah, steel book is very nice. And the seven inch. That's yeah. freaking cool. Thanks, uh, Wired. Yeah. I appreciate this. This is very. This cool. is very very cool. I'm I'm interested to try this out. I I remember hearing about it, and then we got the email. I'm like, ooh. This is exciting. Ooh, piece of candy. Yeah. All right. So Peggy is Europe and also Israel. Oh, yeah. okay then. Uh, tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Tweet of the week. Oh, and my computer died. Okay, I got it. Uh, <laughs> it's well, I gotta pull it up on screen. It's a picture. Well, it is a picture, and it's a funny picture. All right. Oh. All right, well, I got to go back. Um, it's from Neskimo, uh, at Nude Eskimo on Twitter. Um, Death Stranding, 2019, directed by Hideo Kojima. And it is a picture of a baby getting baptized, uh, but instead of using holy water, the priest is using monster energy drink. Har, har, har. Okay, I'm going to get my charger while you uh, okay. do the spiel. See, it's funny because uh, Death Stranding has a lot of... Uh, monster energy drink product placement in it and it's very bizarre um i don't know why they did that um but now is the time of the show where we talk to you guys as always you can uh reach us on twitter using the hashtag wolfden live if you love to comment on last week's wolfden live then this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you and of course 
Ladies and gentlemen watching us at home, please start leaving your questions and comments because we will get to them when we are done with everybody else. So, heading on over. I also have to pee very bad. Okay. I'm hold it because we got to wrap this up anyway. Yeah. Uh, where are we? Where does, where does Fred put the... F- oh, he made a new channel. Wolf Den Live Info? Yep. All right. Trump. We got a lot of mods now. I know. Uh, f- comments, YouTube comments from 1120. Okay, yeah, that's what we want. Okay. Kenneth, T6. I think the problem is that Game Freak has always been taking tiny steps forward so that the minute they took a step, a step backward, like cutting Pokemon... Everyone was up in arms. I think that I think that if they just kept every Pokemon, added Dynamaxing, Gigantamaxing as this gen's gimmick, and kept everything like the DS games, then people wouldn't have this wouldn't have been this angry. Just frustrating with how little the franchise is evolving. Um Where where is that? It's at the top. Oh my god, they're so long this week. Um, th- th- that's the thing. Everybody's like, "What? Are th- they should have just kept all of the Pokemon." There's a reason why they took them yeah. all out. <laughs> I'm sure if they could have kept all the Pokemon, they would have. Yeah, like they like they've done it so far. There had to have been a damn good reason to, to you know, not include all of them. And, and I said there are some animations that are just straight up terrible. Like there's right. some that are just look like they're missing. Like some of the moves just look like they don't do anything. Yeah. I mean, they've always Pokemon games have always been like that. Though. Yeah. And there's a lot more animations. Like when you're in like the little campsite and the Pokemon are like waddling up to you, like yeah. it looks awesome. Yeah. So uh, they definitely put their time in other things. Yeah. They could have spent more money, had more people to do more work on the game. They definitely mm-hmm. could have made a more polished game. Yeah. But they didn't freaking need to. Yeah. And they're going to make so much money anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, it could be better. But it's still really good. Yeah. Jake Carpenter says, "Nice to hear reasonable adults discuss the pros and cons of a video game. So refreshing compared to the hyperbolic echo chamber that is our Pokemon." That's Reddit yes. slash Pokemon. Yes. And then I bet you this next one's gonna be a bad one. Uh, Imi Shimi says, "Thanks for still making this happen." Oh, okay. He was nice. Usually Fred puts a good one with a bad. Yeah. One. Uh, thanks for still making this happen, Bob. Hopefully you are having a great stay in Japan. I was. Thank you. My only gripe with Sword and Shield is the Pokedex. Honestly, the games could go back to sprite base and I would be happy. My list of things every Pokemon game should have is full Pokedex. Mm. <laughs> Pokemon follow behind you. That would be nice. Yeah. Challenging gyms slash Elite Four and good bad guys like Team Rocket. Beyond that, I don't care if it is 3D sprite based or if it runs 30 frames per second versus 60. Everyone should be able to have their favorite teams and a fulfilling game to uh, play through. Getting hung up on graphics and frame drops on a turn-based RPG seems misplaced. I agree with that. I agree with all of that. I think that there are reasons to be mad about yeah. Pokemon Sword and Shield. Uh, but people people are hung up on a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. People are nitpicking like crazy. A lot, a lot of things that like don't affect the game in the long run. Yes. Josh Boyda, I fell out of Pokemon after Gen 3, but let's go back. Let's let's go got me back into the franchise. My girlfriend got into Pokemon for the first time. As long as Sword and Shield is fun, I will be happy. You should get your girlfriend a copy and play some raids yes. with her. Country Boy 724, if you're going to have this long of content, at least be up to date and well-informed. 
I mean, we were reading from the the Reddit post that was there, like that was posted like that day. So I think people just when you have an opposing opinion, mm-hmm. people say you're not informed. <laughs> That's just the go-to. Yeah, I experienced that on Twitter today. <laughs> Wait, what? What happened on Twitter? Because uh, I, I posted my video about you know the Snyder Cut. You know, it doesn't exist. Like it doesn't oh, exist. Oh, I saw way. that. And somebody was like, "It does exist." I'm like, "You didn't watch my. I didn't dispute that." I'm like, "Yes, you did. You said it's not finished." I'm like, "Yeah, just because it exists doesn't mean it's finished. It exists in some form." Yeah, but uh, not in the form you think it exists in. I think we should skip these. Yeah, uh, especially this one because it's like four yeah. paragraphs. Uh, are we on the hashtag now? Uh, if we skip the next two, yeah, we're on the hashtag. Okay. Hashtag. Yeah. Wolf done live. Could I please get a happy birthday today? No. Next one. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Johan. Johan. 22 years old, and I'm a big fan of the channel. Hello. Oh, happy birthday. Thank you. Ezra Groot. It only goes downhill from here, by the way. Yeah. Gro- Ezra Groot fam. Hey, Wolf Bros. What do you consider to be the best app for podcasts? I'm currently using Google Podcast, but it looks like something my uncle could make in Adobe Flash. It's not very robust, but it's way better than Spotify. I recommend just straight up YouTube. Uh, I use Apple Podcasts, so don't talk to me about that. Apparently Apple Podcast Apple Podcast like is good. It does exactly what it needs to, but apparently it's the worst podcast <laughs> app on the market. According to other people? According to according to other people, yeah. I think Overcast is like the big one on iOS. I think every podcasting app sucks. Yeah. Um use whatever works for you. I mean, if if Google Podcast looks terrible, as long as it works. I use YouTube for everything, mm-hmm. but I have YouTube Premium, so I can turn the screen off when I'm watching a mm-hmm. video. I recommend that, but you'd have to pay $10 a month. Yeah. Uh, it depends on how much you like listening to podcasts. And yeah. it's ad-free if you pay the $10 yeah. a month. Uh, Josh, just a hair. So, how do you pronounce BD's name in Pokemon Sword and Shield? That's B-E-D-E. I've been calling him Bidet, <laughs> the toilet thing, because the of toilet. his crappy attitude. I say BD. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the rival in yeah. Sword and Shield. Um, there is a... Or the bad guy. Your droid in uh, Star Wars is BD-1 in Jedi oh, Fallen Order. Is it BD, the letters? Yes. But, because I got the um, the pre-order version, he, he comes with the... Spec- you can get skins for him in the game. You unlock them. And the pre-order one is yellow, and it's spelled B-E-E-D-1. Like get like a B. Um, cute. Yeah. Flat F- Falto says... I know I'm 13 years late on this, but what are your guys' opinion on Sonic 06? Like, did you guys enjoy the gameplay? I have a confession to make. Never played it. Game is crap. Game is absolute crap. That is the worst Sonic game ever made. Don't say anything. It's just... That is unfinished. That is just bizarre and nonsensical and and an embarrassment on the series. And even like the games, it, it's never been able to get out of that game's shadow, even when it does get out of that game's shadow. Maybe I'll make it a sub goal on Twitch. I ha- I'll, I'll I play think, Sonic 06. I think I have it. We have it. Some, I think it's in there. It might, it's, it's not in there. It's at my house. All right. Well, I will make it a, a sub yeah. goal if you remind me to play that game uh, on Twitch. Bro Jerome says, dressing as Sonic and Tails for the movie premiere... Uh, is less than dressing in dumb and dumber orange and blue suits to be classy wolf den sonic and tails make it happen boys well that's the goal anyway yeah that's the goal all right oh i got a notification from discord hey nitro subscriber congrats you get three months of xbox game pass on us thanks dude uh all right now we're in the chat we're gonna take like five and then get the hell out of here yeah 
Uh, Dante says, what is the silver stand you use for your Switch in Wolf Den Live? Uh, I moved it. Um, I tried to find it. I got it on Amazon. Yeah. And I tried to find it. And I couldn't find it. But it's just, yeah. it's the same as an iPad stand. Yeah. yeah they, just, they work. just search for that. This one's a little thicker. Yeah. And it's made for a Switch. But uh, iPad stands are the same. Yeah. There's a lot that look exactly like that. Mm -hmm. It's This is like a thing that people like drop ship all the time. Mm -hmm. We also got... Uh, Two thousand Bruce Patrick Bob PS4. Oh, he said that. Already. Better, Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Mystery says, "Will, what is the best comic book story of the year?" Uh, I've been really liking uh, Peter Tomasi's Detective Comics run. Uh, I think his, you know, it was a small story arc about the Arkham Knight, but I think it did the that character better than the game did. So check that out. I like the character of Arkham Knight. I didn't like the game, but I like the character. I feel like, because the big twist was that it was Jason Todd. Which is not a twist at all. No. And I feel like the comics had a better twist. Okay. It's not Jason Todd. I like that. Yeah. Is it somebody I would know? No. Oh, okay. I think that's better for, for the character of the Arkham Knight. Okay. Uh, $2 from Sam Sindelar. It is Wednesday, my dudes. Hello. <laughs> There it is. Yes. Uh, Boogle TV says, Bob, do you have your own channel? Yes. And I said there's a video on there that's not on there because I never made the video. Yeah. There but you. I will, I think, tomorrow. Yes. I also have my own channel if you want to see some student films I made and uh, a mashup trailer of Logan to the song that was used in the Switch launch trailer because they both both those trailers came out the same day. Oh, uh, right. So is yours YouTube.com slash Wolf? I think so, yeah. Finds YouTube.com slash yes. Bob Wolf. Uh, Haley Gold, Will, what's your account ID character on Disney Plus? So you can set like, you know, pick a Disney character and that's your uh, profile picture. Mine is Chewbacca because I'm furry. I don't know what the hell mine's gonna be. Yeah, it's 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 surprisingly difficult to pick a character. Like, I like the Mickey Mouse because it's the modern Mickey Mouse. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have to pee so bad. Okay. Uh, all right, one more. John Wismer. Uh, hey, Bob, do you think the game Unreal Tournament should come back? No, because it did, and it wasn't that good. But the game's amazing. When did it come back? The last one... I always say this. Like, it wasn't that long ago, but it ends up being like 10 years ago. Yeah. I feel like Fortnite is taking the place of Unreal Tournament. Because it's basically the same concept. I'd say Overwatch. Yeah, Overwatch is like closer to it, the original it, spirit. Yeah, it feels like Unreal Tournament. Even though Overwatch is different characters mm -hmm. you know and they all have very vastly different abilities yeah but unreal tournament overwatch feels more like unreal tournament yeah um wow i think the last one was in 2007 <laughs> oh god um, i feel like no i feel like there was one that just came out oh and they also uh freaking cliff Belinsky made a lawbreakers and that was the closest to unreal tournament yeah and that was not good. and nobody played it no yeah Where's the freaking franchise? Well, there's an upcoming Unreal Tournament. Oh, has it not come out yet? Yeah. Two, yeah, no. 2007 was Unreal Tournament 3. That was the last one. And then Unreal Tournament is a first-person video game developed by Epic Games. It is to be the ninth installment in the Unreal franchise and the first main entry in the series since Unreal Tournament 3 in 20, 2007. Oh, they canceled one in 2014. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Since uh, July 2017, there have been no new updates. The bulk of the development team has been transitioned to develop 
uh, and maintain Fortnite Battle Royale. So yeah, the, pretty much everything has been moved over to Fortnite. I got to pee. Thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolf Den Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolf Day. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on all those respective stores. Water break. If you want to see just a little bit of the show, you don't have time to watch the whole thing, you want to just see a little clip of it here and there, then head on over to Wolf Den Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Maybe you just want to send a little bit to your friend, then you don't want them to sit through the whole, the whole damn show. <clears throat> almost choked on my own spit. That's Wolf Den Clips. You head on over there and subscribe to it so you can get all the best spits of this week's Wolf Den Live. There's also Wolf Den VODs, which uh, was where Bob puts all of his uh, past game streams and also other miscellaneous live streams that we've done, like um, cons that we've done, panels we've done. We have our Long Island Ritual Gaming Expo panel and our um, PAX East panel from this year. So check those out. Those are great. Um, anything else you want to advertise, yeah. Bob? Now that you're done peeing. Twitch.tv slash Wolf Den. I will play Pokemon tomorrow. And uh, YouTube.com says Bob Wolf. I will hopefully be uploading a video where me and my dad eat steak. Mm -hmm. Also, this video of me in Japan going to all the different Pokemon centers where I got all this stuff, it didn't do so hot. So please share that with friends. Yeah. And, and uh, watch the whole video. Yes. Because it's long. You don't have to actually sit there. You can just leave it in a tab. Yes. You know? and, and when you're done doing that, immediately after, watch my video on the Snyder Cut. Because that's doing yeah, we'll even worse. Love. We'll need some love. I've, it's been like surprisingly... I've had a rough month in terms of like my past few videos. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have two. Right. So it's all chat. It's not just you. Yeah. But like, but here's, well, here's the thing. The new videos aren't doing that good. Yeah. The podcast is doing great. Yeah. The podcast is doing great. So keep doing what you're doing. But also the channel as a whole is still getting a decent amount of views. It's all yeah. the old videos. Yeah. So YouTube's weird. Yeah. YouTube's freaking weird. So does that mean I can take a break next week? <laughs> no. Damn it. Never. I don't know when it... Because Christmas is on a Wednesday this year. It was on a Tuesday last year. That's true. It sucked. Yeah. That was horrible. But uh, I guess we'll talk about that at another time. <laughs> well, Yeah. Well, friggin... Uh, yeah. Yeah. We can get somebody to edit it. Right. Thank you guys for hanging out. I will see you later. I have to get up to end the stream. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, I could just do this. Oh, there you go. Uh, boop.